to make you aware before this session, I wasn't able to use my regular recording gear, so there's a small amount of static noise, and my voice records quite slowly towards the end of the podcast. Uh, it's fully listenable. I've done my best to edit out as much of the static as possible, but please do forgive us, and going forward, the quality should improve. The following podcast contains frequent graphic violence, adult themes including discrimination, and language which some listeners may find offensive. Seeds have been planted and the changer of the ways twists the threads. This is now the ninth episode of Doomsayers, which is now up to approximately 500 listeners. Everyone clap. Why are you still here? Don't! We're sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. I'm not. That is quite uh, quite the milestone, so we will try and make this a good one. Uh, sorry for the lack of updates in the uh, in the previous weeks however real life does get in in the way of uh, of pretend life uh our recap this week will be given by steve as his character non Gratty. so steve <sighs> well we certainly had quite the evening uh, if i recall uh, ebenezer was uh, i don't know Passing around at the joust, pretending to be someone he isn't, as always. Seraphina was in, well, no fit state, no use to man nor beast, nor dwarf. We ended up having to put her to bed. <sighs> too much cider and certainly too much of that old... <sighs> wacky tobacco. Stur and I have been spending a lot of quality time together, as always. We um, delved down into the sewers again uh, on Franz's behest. Got ourselves into a little bit of trouble, although uh, not after, ma- not not before making off with a little, <laughs> a little finders keepers. Uh, that old room where we'd seen that big. I don't know, slimy tentacly thing. We found ourselves a bit of silverware. So I've squirreled that away. I'm sure it'll come in handy later. Some candlesticks and uh, some sort of uh, ceremonial blade. Unfortunately, we... And some kind of scroll... I've just remembered, and definitely not read that from a screen. (laughs) Unfortunately, we ventured a little too far and came across some awful yellow mould of some sort. It spat out spores and burned our eyes. I I think Stur may have even been blinded for a moment. And, yes, I think we may have ended up falling into the sewers again. Eventually, we managed to work our way back out and back up to uh, our lodgings. Uh, Seems that old fellow Philippe has been up to no good again, but 
Seems to be at least making himself useful. Teaching Ebenezer how to, I don't know, cheat at cards, I suppose. At least he's not trying to shoot anyone this time. Although I wouldn't mind another brawl. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Oh, yes. Some little handkerchief is there. I mean, I, I, I can't say I recognize the scribbles on there. They seem to think it might be some Stumhaufer or Steinhonker or some such thing. I don't know. I, I try not to get involved in the, the complicated elements of the plan. If they point me at a door that needs knocking down, well, I'll be straight through it. <sighs> Speaking of knocking down, it all seemed to be going just fine the following morning. A little bit of unease with Stur and Ebenezer. Nothing unusual there. And then the topic of money came up again. Stur, well-meaning as they are, Dug their heels in again. <sighs> I think may have upset the leb somewhat. Threw the, uh, the shillings on the ground and, well, Ebenezer not being one to bow or scrape to anyone, <sighs> spat in Stor's face. I think this may have just pushed him over the edge, because he pushed Ebenezer over the edge, and um, seems to have broken some of his ribs. <sighs> I know the young fellow means well, but I certainly don't think he wanted to hurt him, considering that there was more, more tears than porridge in his bowl by the time we left the place, but... Uh, <sighs> Well, we've got to have to sort this out. Ebenezer's gone wandering off God knows where, and Seraphina are off to follow him, I think. I'm just trying to pull us all back together again. Okay, uh, so I think we'll return to Norngal and Stur because I think we left it with uh, Seraphina last time. Uh, prior to that, Ebenezer, or the other way around, one of the two. But uh, Norngal and Stur, uh, as you're leaving this uh, this inn, uh, what are you up to? Have you finished crying yet? Uh, <laughs> no, Stur, probably not. Down to a sniffle. <laughs> Down but I could easily start again. <laughs> You're clearly like on the verge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep uh, a brave face, but not very good at it ultimately. Yeah. Well, we no, did, I, did we have intent as we left? I, I think um yes, if I recall, God, it's been a long time. Uh yeah, if I recall, we we'd we'd headed out um intending to um if if Ebenezer doesn't want to see your face again, um lest he slash you a new mouth or some such bollocks. Um, yeah, no, if, if, <laughs> if we're going to be helpful, I think we decided that we're going to need to do it on the down low. 
um, mm. so that you can. Oh, like... we were just gonna like run like shadow <laughs> security, weren't we? And just like be it pretty there. much, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Continue right, with so, this plan. So you're gonna sneak around, following Ebenezer, is it, or? Well, I don't think we would have seen where he's gone, but we have a I vague idea of the plan. Away? Yeah, we're yeah. aware of it. Well, you don't, you don't know what you don't know what he's doing today because um, you know that Gail Frostburn invited him to the joust yesterday. Mm. Uh, today is going to be the grand melee, which is going to be like the everyone basically all the knights come out and start hitting each other with swords. Wow! Um, Yay! That sounds fun. That's that's more for, for the peasants' entertainment and for training of the knights. I mean, that uh, sounds right up Eb Norngold Alley, to be fair. Uh, yeah. Um, you don't know where Ebenezer's gone specifically, but you do know that he will be in mid-afternoon returning to the half-measure uh, to try and fleece him, because he was discussing this with Philippe and Franz. You mm. have no idea where Seraphina's gone. Yeah, no. I think currently our plan is to be at the half measure at some mm -hmm. point later today to try and help and not fuck it up even more. Yeah. Okay, so you've got most of the morning. Too strong. Yeah. Well, so you've got the rest of the morning and half the afternoon. Huh. I mean, I think that we should um, cheer Stur up by going and watching some knights slap the shit out of each other. Are you sure you don't, that's not you cheering yourself what? up? Hmm? No. This is, this no, is also, like a Homer Bowen ball is... moment. Yeah, you're, you're, you're also aware that, uh, that, that uh, the joust sort of stuff doesn't take place until uh, late mid-morning at the latest. Because mm. nobles don't get up early. They don't need to. <laughs> God forbid. Um, yeah, so I guess, I mean... Chaff... We say it was about eight. So yeah. It comes to us since the Grand Malay, it, it'll probably start around ten bells. Uh it's now just gone eight bells. So there's plenty mm. of light. You've got a couple of hours to kill, even if you want to go and see that. I reckon we could, if we've got time then, before we... We're going to do a bit of work in the morning and then have a little break and have some leisure time and then, um, then go back and, and try and help out. So... <clears throat> sure. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't be sad. Yes, 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 yes. Why? Why are you? Why are you? Are you doing? Are you doing my voice? I just stare. Uh... Never mind. <laughs> Listen, young man. <clears throat> we might as well make ourselves useful for the rest of the day. What do you say we have a look at this uh, half flagon or whichever pub it is? See if we can, I don't know, uh, have a look at the security. Uh, perhaps we can make ourselves useful this evening in making these um, schemes go smoothly. I, I don't know. Or, hell, uh, some kind of emergency exit plan. That's more my style. Okay. That sounds good. <sighs> and we'll... And we've got to get you some breakfast, for goodness sake. 
Okay. <laughs> okay, so you go to the half, you go to look at the half measure. Yes. Uh, we'll go in. Half, yeah. Pump. We'll go in. You go in. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have a poke um, it, you walk in. It's very quiet since it is only Eight in the morning. morning. Point. You, see, yeah. uh, you see a few halflings sitting around. Some of them are already drinking. Most of them are eating their breakfast. Um, there is a huge 12-foot ogre uh, standing by the door. Uh, and there is behind the counter a couple of uh, sort of bar staff. Both of them have like really big sideburns and big bellies nice. and, uh, and uh, plum-nosed wino tans. Uh, and they are scuttling back and forth, as you'd expect, and both look very disgruntled. There's, sure. no security, there's no security apart from the ogre, but then ogre. Hmm. Yeah, the ogre does seem sufficient. <laughs> yeah, that's worth like at least six halflings, isn't it? <laughs> sure. Yes. Do you go and take a seat? I'm probably going to shit myself. Oh. And <laughs> you're going to go and do that, are you? I'm going to run to the, run to the bathroom. Have, yeah, they're going to have a privy here. Like half in places are built for comfort. A lot of human run-ins don't even bother. Uh, yes. Finally, no, I'm they, shit. I'm on, shitting on somewhere stuff, indoors. They don't. They don't. Sort of. They look twice at Stur for coming in, but there are stairs on you, Norga. What's, what's a dwarf doing in a halfling pub? Don't mind me! As I tr trot <laughs> to the... Myself. Tr trot to the shitter, yeah. Yeah, you've got no... Uh, Slam the door behind me. Bumping, bumping your head on the rafters. <laughs> Stur, you actually do have to fuck nice. a little bit in here. That's fine. Cute. It's part of the... What are you doing? There's, there's probably about four halflings in here. Two of them look like hardcore drinkers. Um, the other, the <laughs> just eating breakfast. Late breakfast. Second you, breakfast. You, <laughs> you said the staff were kind of like grumbly, right? Or Are they not talking or are they... No, they, they, they're very taciturn, which is unusual for halflings. Hmm. I, I want to sit near-ish them and, and watch them suspiciously. <laughs> Uh, inconspicuously, but in my own mind, suspiciously. You're suspicious of them, but you're not behaving bar, suspiciously. Inconspicuously yeah. to a bartender. <laughs> I, Sit I, at the bar and try not to be noticed. <laughs> I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds almost silly. It's like when you're Are one you and a half times me? taller than the tallest among them. <laughs> um, they, they look at you, but uh, since you're you're looking like you want to not be disturbed. Yeah, I'm obviously um, very emotional, um, and I will probably buy a drink, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you will. You might. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the front it's one my is cover. Like very, very thick forearms, which he crosses on the bar. Sorry, dear Lev? Uh, I'm just trying to think. Of I wouldn't have tr probably not have tried cider, would I? I will take a cider. Yes, that please. Will be three shillings. Three shillings. Ooh. Ooh, okay. That's fine. I I wince and I hand three shillings over. <laughs> okay. Uh, at which point he uncorks a bottle. Well, at least uh, of, at least it's a bottle. It's a, a brown bottle of some sort of liquid, 
which froths as he pours it into a cup. But unlike ale, the froth doesn't stay there very long. Wow. <laughs> what alchemy? Nongol's still in the shitter at this point. <laughs> uh, what What are you doing, Shter? Um, I'm I'm gonna sip my my drink and and uh, after it, a moment, maybe attempt some friendly conversation, probably about the alcohol. Like, oh, this 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 is different, isn't it? Do you like <laughs> nice, it? different. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, how, tell me, oh God, <laughs> words are hard today. I, I, I'm going to ask how you make this beverage, sir or madam. Thank you. Or it's easy. It's, it, it's a male halfling since I said that the, both the bartenders had uh, conspicuous sideburns. You never know. I mean, there would have been even more conspicuous sideburns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, well, basically, you just crush apples and wait. And wait? That's it? Yeah. That seems suspiciously easy for three shillings worth of beverage. Yeah, but we have to bring it all the way in across the Empire from the moot, don't we? Have they not got apples in the Reichland? They don't have Mootland apples, do they? What them What's... crab apple bullshit? What's the difference? You know, there's, of course there's a bloody difference. <laughs> My friendly chit chat is going well. Turpentine. You want some turpentine? No, I think that so would be if, a bit extreme. It's not that discerning. We've got turpentine in the back. No, I'm happy with my cider, thank you. I was I was just curious about your ways. <laughs> God. I I put my head in one of my enormous hands <laughs> and lean on the bar. Uh, he turns for it this storage can't handle all they drink, can they? <laughs> again. Excuse me? I can very... Put some food down, Lee. Look at you, skinny little rake. Now that is a, a very That's good point. That's why you point. can't handle your booze. I can handle my booze. I'm just having a bad day. Right. But I would also right, It's like... only just started. So what, what do you say you improve it for us, yeah? For you? Yeah. How? So I'm having a bad day too. Uh-huh. There's Maximilian Arnest over there. And if we have a bad day, Dougbog has a bad day. Uh-huh. Don't want and... too many swords in this bar today, because one of them came in last night and thought they could took us for a ride because we were halflings, right? Mm -hmm. And they did. Okay, <laughs> so I'm not feeling overly hospitable. And how can I help with this? You can drink your drink and shut your mouth. I see. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is the point where Norm Dolly knows what I can say about saying response to that. Uh, comedy toilet flush sound goes here. Oh, hey, no hey Norm come. No, yeah, where do you the... think we are? 
it sounds like a comedy toilet flush, but it's actually actually just my ass. He just walks. He just walks out of the toilet going. <laughs> Nongar, why are you making ocean noise? If he's anything like me when he comes out of the toilet, his noise is actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like waddling out. Hey, hey, uh, Nongar, come make this conversation worse for me. Mm. <laughs> no, I just I wake you over. Hey, Nongol, try try this, and I I push my cup of cider into his hands for a sip. Okay, I, I'm trotting over. I'm ho hopping up to the bar. Finally, a, a bar that is appropriately sized for Nongol. You can you can see over this well, one. It's still a little bit too small. <laughs> How novel! Um. I feel like a giant. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll uh, have a have a little. Wait, no, I'm gonna take the cup, and just as I go to put it to my lips to take a sip, I stop and I say, and I and I put it down again, and I turn to Stur. Have you had breakfast, young man? No. Uh, I'll keep. I was going to. I'll keep. Right. Ah, uh, hello. What do you want? Hello, little boy. Um, uh, I... Excuse me. Hmm? Oh, God, that's oh, not I very polite. 78 years old. Ah, terribly sorry. Um, excuse me, old geezer. Um... You've been I, talking to Ebenezer for too long. There's <laughs> yeah. a fight in here. I don't know what it is with you. you knock about with the Sawyer, they don't know how to behave. But you clearly don't either. I don't know what the hell's going on. There's some sort of conspiracy. This is the other bartender, by the way. I don't know what that is. We just want to order some breakfast, please. Well, you could be a bit more polite about it. What do you want? Bacon uh, and eggs? Ooh. Bacon and eggs, sir. Hang on. Are these... Do you do you bring the eggs from the moot as well, or are they from closer around? Oh, do you think I'm an idiot? Of course you don't bring the eggs from the moot. It takes about two weeks for it to get there. Okay, bacon and... <laughs> bacon and eggs then, please, too. The eggs are better in the moot. Bacon we do bring in from the moot. Oh, my, my how, wallet hurts. How much for two bacon and eggies, please? Well, since you've been so fucking rude, five shillings each. Oh! Or you could say please. Please. Please, we please. would like some bacon and eggies. Please and sorry. Uh, call it one and sixpence. Well, that sounds reasonable. I Thrust, thrust some coinage into his hand. Oh, are you paying what, the appropriate amount, or just some <laughs> coinage? <laughs> <laughs> hand <of> mystery pennies, <laughs> mystery coins. Woo! <laughs> you could charge me one and sixpence, or you could trade it all for what's in this box. <laughs> okay, so he, he he nods and and backs away. I will uh, also and, like go, go, sticks his head around the door. That's me. Do bacon and eggs, all right? Quick as you can. And then brings his head back round. 
Sturz mm. now sat there with a, a bottle of cider. Now I'll take a right. sip. With oh, sorry, he poured it into a tanker, didn't he? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you like it? Probably not. Dwarf. Blah. Sturz, why are you drinking rotten fruit? Uh, it's not rotten. He just said that they leave it for a bit. Is that rotten? I don't really know about uh, vegetables, fruits. You understand brewing? No. People do brewing. What do you call this? A cup? Huh? Uh, what? So I feel like brewing. I would understand pickling, but not brewing personally. <laughs> I think in a world of the technology level of yeah. Warhammer and how miserable the world is, everyone has to. The world sucks. I just eat fish ends and fish ends. <laughs> well, we have to sell the the fish middles to the for the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely reasonable. Because the two parts of the fish. That's, that's, that's where Boulia base came from, a French peasant food. Yeah. Of all the fish that they sold. Yeah, fish I'm, I'm, fish I am an incredible world builder and my character is both believable and lovable. <laughs> yeah, because you call them fish ends. <laughs> that's your favourite food, is it fish ends? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm... Uh, so as the bacon, as the bacon and eggs, the smoked Mootland bacon, which has a lovely brown marbled colour through it, uh, rather than the pink flabbiness of uh, imperial bacon, is plonked in front of you. Um, we will return back to. Hmm. I do my dice. I've got uh, to decide. I've got the uh, I've got the hematite dice this time because the Hasta ones will give me nothing but bad luck. Da, 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 da. Ebenezer. Hello. What? What are you up to? Whoa, where am I? Uh, you're in an alleyway. Uh, you've just dismissed Delbers because he was trying to do the violin con, which I think you oh, yeah, quickly established was uh, his, it's just a quick way for him to lose money because he's got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, and I let him into like the secret because he already fucking knows me, so I might as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and you've also bought some uh, some expensive gold chain. Uh, mm -hmm. Sorry, silver chains off him. Like, well made silver chains, uh, and mm -hmm. he's got he, he's got them hooky. So mm -hmm. you paid like four shillings for a mm -hmm. decent looking silver chain. I probably attach them to my noble regalia. It's like a neck chain, like. Sort of a, a chain of office, like a mayor wears, but silver. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Hmm. There was something I needed to do. What was it? Oh yes, I needed to look into Judge Judge Richter. Yep. All right. So because uh, yeah, the game for the the half measure, I'll probably need to schedule closer to the evening. If only mid afternoon, get... I thought you said. Yeah, mid afternoon. Uh, yeah. But that's several hours from now. Okay. Seraphina has wandered off. You know where she was going, though. She, you know, she was going to the Merchants Guild. Yeah. And so, if she's making headway there, I'll make headway with Judge Richter and uh, ennoble myself. 
and okay. stride on over to his uh, well, his area of life. Well, you, you don't know where he lives. You know that he's gone home unwell. Hmm. I think the first thing is, is to gather information on that. I think... Okay. Make a gossip. All right. Come on. Good at gossiping. And I am good at uh, gossiping. Yeah, it's Two degrees be an average, anyway. No, an average, uh, uh... Yeah, okay, so, yeah, you come across a kindly watchman who not only mm-hmm. tells you where Judge Victor lives, but given your your shiny necklace and your immaculate attire and your new newly acquired noble bearing, actually escorts you uh, to the Adel Ring, mm-hmm. uh, which is also where he lives. As you're on the mm-hmm. way there, though, uh, you pass through the, uh, the Guttenplatz, and there is a half-naked, filthy wretch there with what we call in this world dreadlocks, but in this world it's just he hasn't washed or combed his hair for looks like years. Same with his beard. And he's just there screaming, Doomed! Doomed! Chaos is upon us! The signs are everywhere! And most of the time he just repeats those four lines. Hmm. Uh, but when he sees you... Oh no. <laughs> he shouts, I see seven and I see nine, and all they had will be mine, mine, mine. The star within the circle is a sign of death. <sighs> the mark is upon you. And points directly at you and says, Beware the bringer of chaos. And at that point, sprints away into the crowd. So repeat that one again. I see seven, I see nine. The star in all the circle. All I had will be mine, mine, mine. <laughs> the star within the circle is the sign of death. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of that uh, sounds familiar. Beware the man who is not a man. Five, six, pick up sticks. Stop. Then he pointed directly at you and said, uh, the mark is upon you. Beware the bringer of chaos. Ebenezer for bringer of chaos confirmed. No, he's looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not home. He, he raises like hand. Am I the man who is oh, not is just, a man? He, he is just a street. Is it? He's, he's, he's a hobo with delusions of religious grandeur. Exactly. I don't know That's if he's he deluded. Like. He's, he's filthy. He's like, it's mid spring, so it's not warm, but he's wearing like nothing but a loincloth. His I mean, hair is like long, matted, filthy. He, raining. Like, you can see these has... shouting this. You can see fleas jumping off him. Yeah, he's just got shit locks, and the rest of him is the same amount of dirt. Well, I guess I just look offended because I am. <laughs> and yeah, uh... which would be a completely normal thing to say because he looks like he's <laughs> mad. Well, I uh, turn to the kindly what rib... you can see his ribs showing uh, through through his uh, through his skin. And you can also see like where his organs are through his his skin. He's that thin and pale. Well, we don't. Uh, well, uh, we were always taught not to deal with strange men. So, uh, well, oh. no, we weren't. Ebenezer was. I was. <laughs> I, I, oh, I do apologize. I do apologize, Air von Liebring. I will I'll content. It's, I, I don't know. It's absolutely fine, my dear. It's absolutely these, fine, my dear. These horrible vagrants. I'll, I'll carry. I'll carry on. You know, I, I'll take you right to Judge Richter's house. Thank you. Oh, and for your troubles, and I slipped two uh, copper coins into his hand, two pennies. Uh, um, he nods. It's not like a, a, a 
bribe sort of amount. Well, no, it's, 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 it wasn't it's like a, a bribe. Well, it's just a, a, yeah, it's a nice it, tip. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you head over to Judge Richter's house. Um, mm -hmm. It is a nice uh, townhouse, three stories. Uh, he has got a doorway which is carved with owls, uh, representative of the god Verena, the god of law and wisdom, very fitting for a judge. Uh, you knock on the door, mm -hmm. and uh, the guard steps back a respectful distance. Mm -hmm. um, a few minutes later, the door is answered by a plump woman in her late 70s, you would guess. Mm -hmm. Hello? Good afternoon, madam. My name is Ebenezer Libra. Uh, I... I heard that, that Judge Richter is taken ill, and I've come to, uh, well, cheer him up with some good company for perhaps an hour or so. Uh, is, he, is he expecting? Is he expecting your call, mine here? I do not expect so, and I, if I'm to be turned away, that is absolutely fine. Uh, if he needs time to recuperate by himself, that's absolutely. Uh, I, I fear you may have to be. He's he's with his his personal physician at the moment. Oh. Indeed. Um, you know, bear, bear with me a couple of seconds. I just absolutely fine. Completely lost lost the reference. Oh, I just remembered this morning, mm. <laughs> and I meant to tell you what happened this morning. That you reminded me of the Mister Pricky soundboard. <laughs> No what? Oh yeah, no that's. <laughs> this is this may be a gross story, but Steve is incapable of like throwing up without screaming. Yeah, no. So I was having a really bad time this morning in the shower. You tried um, to you tried to clear your throat and you just started. Yeah. Drinking. No. So oh so God. what happened? You know how sometimes this is really gross. I'm sorry. You know how sometimes you'll try and like hack something up and it goes like back up your nose and then out of your mouth. But yep. it was getting like caught. It was so like thick, and it was getting <laughs> caught in the back of my throat. And then I couldn't cough it up, so I was yep. like, I couldn't breathe, and it kept on triggering my gag reflex. So I kept on throwing up my Weetabix in the shower. <laughs> it was just, it was a fucking, it was a hot. I thought I was gonna, I felt like I was gonna die. It <laughs> sucked, and yeah, I was just like very loudly like coughing and spluttering <laughs> and vomiting and like. Screaming! Well, you, like, you you yell while you throw up. Like yeah, I don't no, do I, that. I can't, I've never I can't. met anyone else who does do that. Yeah, I do. I do vomit loudly. <laughs> um, Screaming. Just scream all the all the puke out. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. It was very reminiscent of of Mr. Pricky. Who is well, Mr. Pricky? He's a scam baiter. Um, yeah. He has this soundboard that he uses while he's like messing with people. And it has lots of like screaming and coughing and like fart noises and stuff on it. And yeah. he'll just start mashing buttons while he's like, <laughs> reading out a money transfer code or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry about that. This is not like me. It's okay. it's okay, we entertained ourselves. Yeah, have fun yeah. editing that. <laughs> that was a good story. Weird. Leave it in. <laughs> yeah, have fun editing that, that'll be a nice change. 
Wow. George's not kind. George is a cruel. We have accrued you 500 listeners and you treat (laughs) us. This is how you repay us. Yes. Right. Fuck off. I can't talk in and out of character today. Okay. um, Callum, can you make Mm -hmm. me challenging charm, please? Oh, indeed. Well, at least I fucking have. Challenging plus zero. I can indeed, with one degree of success. Okay. Well, I suppose you can come in. Um, it's with uh, Doctor Doctor Hike Dorm. Um, I think I think you better better wait until he leaves, though, and he'll, you know, he will let you know if it's if it's appropriate to to visit him. Oh, I would not wish to intrude, uh, Madam. Uh, uh, no, 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 madam. Uh, just uh, Gertie. I would not wish to intrude upon a, 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 a physician's work, Gertie. I will happily wait for him uh, uh, in okay, his. So, yeah. So he, she ushers you into into a creaky mm-hmm. timber frame building. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's well it's well decorated, but it looks it's not you know well built. Uh, sits you down in a creaky, nicely upholstered, but ancient chair. Mm-hmm. Um, after a few minutes, a guy that has the aspect of a kindly sparrow emerges from down the stairs. I was going to ask, what else is in the room with me while I'm left unattended? Um, not much. It, doesn't, it looks like the magistrate was uh, very well-spoken. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell that he's university-educated, and he also... With your etiquette nobles, you can tell that he has got noble blood. Mm-hmm. But in here, there is like little of value, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, there are sort of nice hangings on the wall, but not exquisitely embroidered mm-hmm. tapestries. Mm-hmm. Same with the carpets. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's like it's well made. It's adequate. The whole thing looks aged. She's brought you into a sort of foyer, so there's not like loads of stuff around to nick if that's what you're looking for. Oh no, I was mainly looking for like documents and things, or things of like note that I yeah, can use for information. Yeah, yeah. As a judge, he's not going to keep documents in his entrance hall. I don't know his 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 competence at home has yet to be established. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is not where he works, though. This is just his house. Yeah. Um, yeah, this person like steps down the steps, uh, stepping only on the balls of his feet, not uh, just with little jerky movements as he comes down. And uh, Gertie immediately rushes back out of the thing. And uh, this man says, well, keep him warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I must go. Mm-hmm. And he, unless you stop him, he does. I let him go. I've taken note of his. I've taken a note of his name. I might look him up later. There's no point to intrude on him. Oh, good. Well, it sounds like um, sounds like it's not. If I only have to keep him warm, then it sounds like it can't be too bad. Uh, you you might as well go up. Thank you, Gertie. She gives a little curtsy and uh, withdraws. Mm-hmm. I wander on up to the chambers of Judge Richter. Yep. 
Okay, you open the door. No, I knock first. We're, we're polite in, guys. Okay, as you, as you knock on the door, uh, the door just swings open. It doesn't look like it was latched properly. Uh, it's quite light in here, so you can clearly see everything that's going on. He's got the normal stuff, chest of drawers, desk, etc. Mm -hmm. A big four-poster post bed. And he himself, without his lawyer's wig on, looks a lot smaller than he did before. Lying in the bed, his, uh, his eyes are bright yellow, his eyeballs are bright mm -hmm. yellow and bulging out of his head. Uh, his tongue is bright purple and swollen, is also sticking out of his mouth. He is bright red. Hmm. And he looks around. It's amazing that his eyes are actually able to swivel how far they're sticking mm -hmm. out of his head. But he fixes you with them, but you can tell that he's not really seeing you. Ah, Judge Richter. Um, uh, I've come to... Mm -hmm. Uh, have no fear, I've just come to visit you to, uh, well, I, when I heard you were taken ill, I thought I'd uh, pop in and give my well, my, my well wishes. Mm. 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 Oh. I swivel wildly around the room. I take it he looks distressed. <laughs> he looks delirious. I yeah. would be too if he could visit me. Wow. Not you in real life. Yeah. I'd wow. Be nice Shut up. Fuck off. Yeah, you've, you've never seen any disease like this before. It's just called, of course, like his eyes and tongue to swell like this and his face to turn purple. Yeah. And this doesn't remind me of anything at all. This you've looks. Never seen anything like this. No. Yeah. He's not allergic to nuts. Yeah. I imagine the thoughts of Ebenezer are if all you have to do is to keep warm, I've seen. He's probably seen people beaten to death for less severe ailments, just for safety's sake. Keeping warm seems. <laughs> keeping warm seems. When your mate gets a cold, so you stone him to death, so no one else catches it. Look, the the alleys of Altdorf are very superstitious. Who knows? <laughs> who knows who's it? Who's, you're who's, sick because you're a sinner, or a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't want you passing it to the other six of us in the alley. Yeah, you can see that he's unwell rather than like just mutating. Yeah, but this is not a. Uh, yeah, but still, this is not a, a normal, keep, normal. keep warm seems a little bit underwhelming for what this is. This feels like it requires more. Hmm. Uh, Richter, if you can hear me, uh, grunt twice. Mm -hmm. That's not promising. Hmm. But uh, he then begins to thrash the bed with his arms. I uh, leave the room and latch the door <laughs> so it doesn't just swing open. Okay. And I uh, head down to presumably his maid. Yeah. Uh, how how is he? Is he is he improving? Hmm. I hadn't seen him in. I've only seen him in his well condition, but I travel with an alchemist, um, a universe trained alchemist, and in my travels I've never seen anything like this, but the advice that um, her hype dorms seem to give feel underwhelming for the condition. 
Perhaps. Okay. Are, are you trying to mislead her here because alchemist means a uh, a gold magister? No, uh, no, I'm not trying. Yeah. yeah, an apothecary. I travel with a a tangent apothecary. <laughs> okay. Perhaps a second opinion might might uh, be prudent. Judge Richter is a. Uh, well, a fast friend and uh, a pillar of this community. I would hate for a, such a trifling issue as a minor misdiagnosis to cause him further harm. A firm friend, is he? I, I, I've worked for, I've worked for Judge Richter for twenty years. I've a fast friend. Person. Yeah, you mean you made friends with him quickly? Yes. Over the past few days since I've been down here, uh, on business. Uh, I dote upon him, you know. I, I never had any sons, so is an apothecary qualified to to make this kind of diagnosis? I will not allow them to do any harm to him, uh, nor prescribe him anything that I feel is harmful. But it's always worth having, well. Having more a fresh pair of eyes, look at him just in case. I f as I feel, I feel uh, Doctor Hypedorm's diagnosis is a bit mild, a bit well. Sometimes inaction is the easiest action. It looks like he's going to die. Not if I can. It. Yes. Um, yes. Bring bring in your friend. Please do. I'm, I'll, I'll pay for it out of my own purse. There's no need for that, madam. Uh, I, well, consider it a favour to uh, Richter's household and uh, say no more of coin for now. And uh, Ebenezer... You see her, her eyes sort of well up a bit, but she doesn't move or do anything. Uh, I will take my leave and be back as soon as possible. Uh, she nods and just lets you <laughs> let yourself out, which is not like yep. good contact for a housekeeper. Um, okay, so over to the apothecary in question, Serafina. Hello. Hello, you alright? Right, you alright? How's your Pauline? It's alright, how's your Pauline? She's alright. Right, um, that got out of the way. <laughs> Uh, you're talking to Megirius. Uh, Megirius, sorry. Somehow, um, and we, we should speak later. Um, I, t terribly sorry, I have a, a, a great deal of work to do. Um, how about you meet me? Uh, at, you and any business partners that you may have, meet me at the Golden Trout at uh, Ten Bells this evening. Okay. We can discuss establishing this apothecary's guild. Well, all right, that, that sounds like a plan. I will see you at Ken Bells at the Golden Trout. Yes, um, I, I do apologise that I couldn't have given you more of my time. You do seem like a, a talented businesswoman and an expert trade uh, a tradesperson, but I, I just have so much to do. You, um... Uh, you may visit me on my house at the Elder Ring any time that you uh, that that you wish it. 
but I'm not, I, I, I just, there was a huge consignment of wine that came into the town, as you know, I'm a wine and spirit merchant, oh, I should, I, I do apologise, um, people in the town know that I'm a wine and spirit merchant, I assume that you know that, if you've, if you've come to, if you've come to the guild, you, you must have heard of me, but, uh, yeah, there was a huge consignment of wine that came in. One Yosef uh, Kartian brought in more wine than we can possibly store in our warehouses. I don't know what we're going to do. It's just going to go to waste. Uh, I have to. I have to think of something. All all I've been doing is sitting in my room thinking about it. But um, yes, if you if you've got any suggestions, much wine have you got like surplus from what's going to be stored in the in the warehouses oh i mean hun hundreds of crates <laughs> well i'll, I'll I have a thing i don't know how on earth he fits them on one barge well that, i know the barge in question it's massive um i'll have a think in a in a chat maybe some of the inns might take some stock are you willing to sell any of the goods at a reduced rate for local business? No, of course not. I'm in competition with local business. Why would I sell at a reduced rate to them? I didn't realise you were in competition with the local business. How does it work here? Just if you could explain, I, I can think of something a bit more uh, thought out if you're in competition with people. There are any people you don't want to be in competition, or you are in competition with more than others? Uh, yes and no. Listen, competition is good for a, a an open economy. This is uh, it's not the conversation to, conversation to have at this time. We'll we'll talk over dinner. Very, very. I, I can't, as my in my position as a guild master, be her to make this sort of conversation with a total outsider intending to set up a guild. Any sort of spy could walk in and say, I intend to set up a guild of shit peddlers. Well, I just want to set up a guild for an apothecary here. I think it would do really well. There's lots of people here that would find that of use, so sorry if I offended you. Uh, we can talk a bit later, perhaps, and come up with something. Uh, it's 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 not a matter. Um, I, I I I'm sorry if I came across wrong. It's it's not a matter of me being offended. It's just maintaining my position. Um, but yes, uh, the golden trout. I will I'll find us a private booth, and we can uh, we can sit together and we can discuss uh, these these kind of matters. Um, do you have any business partners? I I, I personally don't. Uh, so I'll be going alone, apart from a uh, discreet guard, as you do. Okay. Um, yes, so I'll be with some others. I have three, three others with me. So possibly all three of them, maybe, th maybe two of them. I don't know yet. Uh, yes. Well, I will have to make the reservation. I'll, I'll, I'll provisionally make it for seven, and um, we'll just write off the two crown um the two crown reservation fee we'll call it a gesture of goodwill shall we as he holds out his uh, his two fingers shake your tiny palm shake his two fingers and 
he uh, he produces a bottle of brandy, a, like a small little flask one from his back pocket, pops it open. And as he raises it, you recognize that this is the Kemperbad tax-free brandy that Yosef was bringing in. Oh. <laughs> and I know this is, uh, this is not exactly fancy, as, you, as you'd say, but appears to a mutually beneficial business relationship. He takes a little sip and then hands it to you. Okay. I take a little sip and uh, wince a bit, but all is good. Okay, and he bangs the cork back in, sticks it back into his pocket and says, Well, nine bells tonight then. Nine bells it is. He nods, doffs his hat, and then returns to what he was doing. Can you make me an easy perception, please? Pass. Yeah. He didn't notice this, but as he doffed his hat and went, uh, went back into the room, a small piece of parchment drifted out of the hat. Hmm. I gotta pick it up. Okay, it reads an, an hour, hour after sundown at my house. All mm. members of the inner council will attend. And it's signed Poygan. Then it's stamped with a seven pointed star. Mm. Okay. Okay, uh well, well, we'll carry on with, uh, with Ebenezer then. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so Ebenezer, you leave Judge Richter's house having seen him in this horrific state. Mm -hmm. I think uh, uh, I find a nice, quiet, secluded place. Yeah. And immediately, fucking hell, what the fuck was that? Yeah, you don't know. You've seen many diseases in the Empire. Never seen anything like that. Oh, Ebenezer frantically scrubs his hands with his, with like his, on his sleeve. Jesus Christ. No, actually, Sigma, what the hell? I hope he doesn't catch you. I hope I don't catch you, whatever. Still, gotta find Seraphina. If she can give him something to release, I don't know, ease the pain or hopefully make him better, we can make something out of this. Oh, nothing can be asked. Or at least, you know, we might be able to slide out of any problems. Okay, she said she was going to go see... She was going to the Merchant's Guild, yeah. yeah. She was going to see Merchant's Guild. Excellent. This... Excellent. That's good. Right. Let's go find her. Okay, uh, Serafina, in the meanwhile, after you left the Merchant's Guild, because this conversation took a lot shorter than Ebony's, like, walking across town and coming back and all that business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you do after leaving the Merchant's Guild, if anything? I probably want to find uh, Ebenezer, actually, just to uh, talk right, so, about what I've just found out. All right, since it, but since he knew that you were going there, chances are you probably stayed there and waited for him then. Yeah. All right, so, um, okay, Ebenezer, yeah. you come across uh, Stur, who's standing outside the Merchant's Guild with his uh, big marble entrance and its uh, gilded scales out the front. I think it's got your yeah. names mixed up there. 
<laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Ser- Serafina. I'll edit in. I'll edit in. I'll in copy. Because otherwise, Ebenezer does a 360 and Moon walks away. You're about to throw hands. You do a 360 and then Moon walk away. So basically, you spin on the spot till you're facing and stir again. And yeah, then and then Moon walk away. Yeah, turn 360 degrees and walk away. Backwards yeah, that's, with the moonwalk. That's why they call it the Xbox 360. Jesus Christ. Have you never heard that expression before, George? No, 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 I love it. I, I mean, like, I've heard the one of, uh, what is it, uh, the, uh, I think it was an American football coach came, came in, like, it's just been hired, went into the dugout and was like, all right, everyone, we're going to turn this team around 360 degrees. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, so Ebenezer, you come across uh, Serafina. Uh, who's standing outside the Merchant's Guild. Mm-hmm. Ah, Seraphina, good. Just the person I wanted to see. Ah, yeah, same. I wanted to see you too, actually. Okay, what's your score? Well, I've just been in and um, met Megarius, actually. And, um, yeah, well, I don't know what to make of him. Um, I don't know what to so, make of him, but... Um, one question. How big's his guard now? Is he stabbed, is he? Hey, what? Well, you remember the plan. Well, he I mean, wants to he wants to meet me later, so we can go over a potential business plan to uh, get up an uh, an apothecary. What guild. sort of time? Well, nine o'clock. Nine on o'clock. Bells. Yeah. After dark. I know, but the man but... who's friends with a vampire. Wait, wait a minute! It, the plot thickens here. When he was walking no, away, I think, going, I think it's clotting when it's done, isn't it? <laughs> look, look at this that fell out of his hat when when he was leaving, and I hand it over to Ebenezer. Um, yeah, Ebenezer, you can just about read it. Uh, it says one hour after midnight at my house, all members of the inner council will attend. Poigan. Stamp with a seven-pointed star. Well, this he looks like something conspiratorial. I know. It's really, really weird. And um, the other thing is that he's got like so much wine from yeah, Joseph that uh, he doesn't know what to do with it all. He's got hundreds of crates that won't fit in the storage facilities down in the docks. So. Why has he bought so much wine? I don't know. I mean, I know the nobles drink it like nobody's business. I mean, we we did witness brandy bouncing, but hmm. Well, uh, you did also observe when you went into that one warehouse that the the crates of wine were stacked floor to ceiling. Uh, this is an import and export town. But it looks like they've just the the couriers and hauliers have taken advantage of it. And brought in more goods than the town can stand. Well, in any case, yeah, sure, we'll meet him. Uh, I think we, you know, get Norgal and the other one and have him armed, I guess. And uh, yeah, we definitely got to attend the other one that fell out of his hat. But I have I an important. 
I was wondering if maybe you guys don't attend. I mean, like he knows that I'm here with people, but what if maybe I get Yosef to come with me and like rest of his crew, and like if we're on a plan to bring him down, he don't know I've got you know ties with you. I don't know. Ah, yes, involve uh, Yosef in in all this. I mean, well, he, he's a you know trader in that. So last person Mate. who talked to us at a warehouse six feet under, uh, one besotted dwarf face down in the sewer. Well, yeah, I don't think adding Uncle Yosef will hurt do you. It looked less dodgy anyway. If I turn up with with all you guys asking to set up an apothecary or something like that. He's no, like a, no a trader. That's how they get off the money. Yeah, that's true. It's not just through catastrophic inbreeding and uh, I don't know emperor handouts. Well, what do you want to do? Do you, do you want to come with me, or or should I get you know them involved? Yeah. What do you reckon? I'd like, I'd like to get a measure for Mergarius, especially considering with considering and I you know make a neck chop gesture. I'm more excited for that second meeting that we're not invited to. I know. I did have a question for you. Right. We're an apothecary, right? Yeah. Like, you got that piece of paper and everything. Yeah. So, apothecaries look after sick people, right? You make them better. Yeah, we make potions and... Yeah, and you're good at that. You're good at it, right? Yeah, I'm good at that. How would you like to prove it? Oh, what's the, what, what do you mean? What's the problem? Well, Judge Richter's sick, and he thinks, he thinks quite well of me, and if we can uh, get him up and about again, well, we got a judge in pocket, don't we? And that goes our fucking far away. Oh, well, that's a good point. Right. Okay. So, uh, his eyes are yellow and bulging out of his skull, his skin's purple, he's dribbling about with his tongue stuck out and uh, thrashing and wailing like a sod. I said to his household that I'd get uh, a talented apothecary to give a second opinion, so uh, I don't know if you can do anything to at least reduce his swelling or make him a little bit loose and thankful at the very least. You're on mute, George. Oh, sorry. Uh, Serafina, you're going to be making a hard heal test for this for listening to a description of the symptoms you imagine that it'd probably e- be easier if you went and saw them yourself yeah okay I, I want to see it for myself I think so it's min- min- minus 20 at your heal but you might be able to work out what that is I uh, rolled 13 and my heal is 59 so that's not yeah, bad it, it's purple brain fever of course <laughs> Uh, it's an extremely rare disease. Uh, there's very little treatment available for it, apart from to ease the delirium. Uh, okay. It would probably be worthwhile to bleed him from his face. Oh. Do I need, uh, do I need leeches for that? Uh, no, you could do it with a knife. Leeches would be better, though. Yeah, well, I need um, to find You door. also need to to cool down his entire body because he's going to be running in a, a ridiculous fever. Oh. So the, um, 
and uh, it's not contagious, is it? It is, but not very. If you were in the room just to give him care, it's, or if you were in the room like incidentally, it's unlikely that you contract it. You'd only contract that from continued exposure. Okay. Uh, well, do you explain but... this to Ebenezer? Um, this, no, I, I'm still talking to Serafina at this moment. It's oh, no, a... I thought I thought you were finished as all. No, no, it's a, it's a blood-borne disease. Well, to, to be honest, it doesn't sound very good. He's He's got a bit of a unusual one. Um... It's a very serious... It's a very serious disease. He could easily die from it unless he's treated. I mean, I could fucking tell that just by looking at him. I mean, honestly, I was considering just taking the nearest candlestick and beating his brains out. I think I think I need to just get a few bits to take with me because I think I knew what it is. What is uh, it? So, well, it's, it's called purple brain fever. I mean... It, it's not it, cancer, it, is it? Not really. It can be, but that you'd have to be around him all the time. Like if you just go in like the room to, with him or something like that, it'd be, you know, not likely to get it. It's a blood-borne disease, so right. I yeah. Wait, hmm. blood-borne disease, you say? Yeah, Eb Ebenezer, you don't know what the term blood-borne disease means. Like blood-borne disease. Does that mean like if he drinks blood, he gets it? No, no, no. So it's like if if he's got like a cut or a wound and something goes into it and in, infects him with the sort of bacteria or the disease, something oh, that's what? carrying it, then then he gets sick from it. So that's what causes it. So don't touch his blood. Don't touch his blood, no. And especially mm. if you've got any cuts or anything like that, you bandage them up and keep it really clean. You don't want to risk it at all. Right. So what are you going to do to him? Like, uh, I don't know, give, you... him, give him some halfling voodoo or uh, like, I don't know, ground rat droppings? No, I need to, I need, well, you can bloodlet it, so I think he needs that from the swelling on his face. But to be honest with you, I don't really want to like cut his face and stuff. So I think I need to get hold of some leeches. I think that's the safest way to do it, and that will be less painful for him and less scarring for him in the future, and all that kind of business. Um, and also, we need to get his fever right down. Um, he he needs to really stay cool. So I don't know. Wait, you said he needs to be colder. Like, yeah, he needs to. Yeah, he needs his temperature to come down. Otherwise, stomach's fucked. Why? What's the matter? Well, when I went there, his doctor was leaving. His doctor said keep him warm. What kind of doctor would say that? That makes no sense. I'm not even a physician, but I know you don't keep someone warm. He's got bloody purple brain fever. Apparently, a doctor Eichdorm. Doctor Eichdorm. I'm not heard of him. Anyway, hmm. if you can one-up him, that's good. And I think we'll have words with him later. I think something sinister's on here. And also, if you do bloodlet him, yeah. grab some of the blood. There's something that sucks blood in this town. And I have an idea. Well, I can, I think, I guess, 
you going to poison them with this disease? Oh, that's that's good. All right, I'll, I'll go and get some vials. I'll see if I've got some on me, actually. I might have some vials, but yeah, we I need to get some leeches, and that's the most important thing, and maybe some some cloth so we can really cool him down with that. Um, not I, know, I know where he is, so uh, I'll escort you to the place, so let's get your stuff. Okay, while you're doing that, let's uh, let's move back over to Nongalenstur. Wee! Racially abused by halflings in a pub. Yeah. But we do have bacon and eggies, so... You do, yeah. Bacon and eggies. Bacon and eggies. M for men. <laughs> <laughs> Sovereign of the moon. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so... <laughs> Excuse me. We, we, we bacon in, we egg in, you're yeah. cider in, I'm not cider in. Tastes like rotten fruit i mean because that's what it is i um, wouldn't know anything about that <laughs> God, i'm trying to remember where we were um we were literally just sat at the bar eating, eating breakfast. breakfast yeah just hanging out pop, 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 i've I've, I've had a ripping shit mm. um <laughs> fill the old organs fill, fill my guts back up yeah oh. Um, so, so far, all we've noted in terms of like a security detail for this place is a very one big, ogre. yeah, one, one 12 foot ogre. Yeah. Which is big for an ogre. And you <laughs> know that. <laughs> um, George, would we reasonably, um, raise suspicion if after munching down on our bacon and eggies we just kind of had a bit of a wander round of this place depends what you're doing wandering round if, if yeah well <laughs> yeah i know that <laughs> I mean, if, if you're looking at the at the locks and hinges on the doors <laughs> locks and hinges are of no concern to me no that no they're not <laughs> no, simply so punches right, dwarf okay, shaped so holes you're just looking at the ways in. They, uh, most windows in this part of the empire are very small. Here, they're like very, very low down as well because it's a half moon <laughs> pub. Uh, but they are larger than the human establishments. Um, so if you were to dive at like two foot above the ground, uh, you could smash through the window. There is one main entrance, which is a big like oak door. Most of them are for ends. Big, uh, big heavy doors. Uh, just so that people don't kick down the door and try and take the knight's takings. <laughs> uh, there is also a back door that you would presume leads into some sort of alley where they put the, the beer barrels and the uh, cider bottles down to the cellar. Hmm. Uh, there will be a door to and upstairs. Uh, the door will be before the upstairs rather than the stairs going up and then a door after it just to stop people sneaking into the uh, into the common room and nicking people's uh, belongings that are staying there in the inn uh, you do observe that the tables in one area of this are very very large and circular 
That's mm. probably the gambling tables. Um, there is quite openly also a trap door in the middle of the floor. Mm. Interesting. <clears throat> given that it's a halfling bar, that is not out of the question because cider can be stored for a lot longer than beer can. Mm. And they're probably putting it down there. And a lot of houses have a have a trapdoor in the floor for that exact reason. Okay. Um, <clears throat> look, looking around, so looking around this, you said there was like a door that goes upstairs. Is it... Um, is, is it like kind of open it looks, up? It, look, it looks cheap. Yeah. Is it, what I'm saying is like, is it open at all? Like, is there any kind of like... Um, um. No, not the door. I can't. Words good at the moment. Um, no, like in, I'm trying to picture it. Is there like a, you know, in some places you've got like the kind of mezzanine sort of like a walkway around, and you can see oh, down into no, the bottom. No, no God, no. This is just progress. That this isn't Tilia. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got floor, just... floor. That's it. <laughs> floors, <laughs> floors stacked on top. Okay, yeah, no, cool. Yeah. That's fine. <clears throat> I'm only thinking of vantage points. Um, cool. Okay. But there's a reasonable number of windows that could be <laughs> smashed through if absolutely necessary. A fair, a fair number, but they're closer to the ground than mm. you would uh, you'd expect. Yeah, on account of people being tiny. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. So but they're, they're pretty much perfect for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much for uh, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> who, who isn't even being addressed by name anymore, by the Mind you, you're like, <clears throat> sure, is such like a streak of piss that you probably just like slide you through. Yeah. Uh, most of Sure's body is above the windows. <laughs> <laughs> the only place they could, if, if anyone was to go, try shooting you through the window, they would only ever hit you in the calf. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, what's Stur doing at this moment? Um, I, I'm, I'm wondering about the ogre. To be honest, don't know if some. Okay, well, you, you look at him and he grins horribly, <laughs> like a nasty, like a I'm gonna eat your bones grin, or no, just, because he has an, an ugly grin smile. Is horrible. No, oh, okay. an horrible. <laughs> That's not very nice. I'm going to say hello to him. All right, Slim. Slim. <laughs> All right, uh, wide. Oh, yeah. And he pats his, his gut <laughs> with great pride. I've made a friend, finally. <laughs> I didn't say that out loud. That was the internal monologue. <laughs> uh, what do you want? Oh, just say hello. I've not been in here before. What? Right. What? Hello. <laughs> so you are you the uh, bouncer then? Huh. <laughs> nah, I'm not the bouncer. I jump up and down. I'm the doorman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so it's that kind of uh, conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that aloud? <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> Well, you can tell <clears throat> looking at him that he's a real idiot. Mm. You, uh, 
You you like it? Like it here then? Yeah, lots of halflings. They give me good food. I like food. Do you like food? I do you like, food. like food. Look how slim you are, slim. <laughs> <laughs> ah, patting his huge belly. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I almost said oh, complicated I... things about metabolism that I wouldn't know then. Um, what? My no, blood no. demons keep me thin. <laughs> My. <laughs> I don't want to know anything about blood demons. No. I don't want to be be, be thin. I can't I really help it. I have to share most of my food. I've got a big family, you know. And a lot of it gets sold because I'm, uh, I'm... I've got a, a big family too. Yeah? I mean, my family are big. Big in many ways. Yeah. You're, you're quite... <laughs> you're, <laughs> You're quite uh, clever, aren't you? For... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you almost said for an ogre, didn't you? <laughs> 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 You're pretty stupid for a slim. <laughs> and I just, I just laugh along, nervous because I'm very aware of what I almost said. Oh. Uh. So they do they they like pay you in food or they pay me in money and food. Huh. I don't know what a certain money. I don't know why you bother with it. <laughs> uh, it has its uses. Uh, food. Very true. And what what could and you booze, want cider. other than more booze and cider and food? You've you've got a pretty good uh, pretty good situation here, it seems. I've got a perfect situation. What could you ever want? You've got as much booze as you can drink, as much food as you can eat. Praise the great more. Hmm. Why so... would I need anything more? People go out and fight. I got I got twenty halflings here. Feeding me all day long. Look at my gut. I, I can Ooh, see it. Pats <laughs> it ripples for a few seconds. No, it doesn't, because it's all it's all muscle. Oh, oh, okay. It, it, it makes it sound like a drum. Oh. Uh, so no, uh, no, no that's, that's his, that's his grievances. Balls. Shut up. <laughs> I, I was hoping that they that he would have some kind of in to be friends with, but he just is just a dude that likes food and is given food. That's how you, how, that's how you deal with an ogre. It does seem that that is what has been done, doesn't it? Ah, okay. You're quite tall for a slim. Yeah. Do do you call all humans slims or just me? What? What's a human? Me, a man. You're a man, are you? Uh, <laughs> I don't like to label myself. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you a slim? I like that. It, it's uh, I think it suits me. Thank you. Anyone that doesn't have that is a slim. He he puts his gut in his in his hands and just shakes it up and down. 
Yeah. Do the truffle shuffle dog bog. He's he's kind of he, he, doing he it. He happily does the sh truffle shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, okay. It was lovely to meet you. I'm I'm gonna yeah, go. I wish I could say likewise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go uh, go say hi to my friend over there, and I point at Norgol. He's also Let's small. <laughs> Give the snort. All right, Slim. All right. Well, I'll I'll see you see you around. Uh, uh, wide, haha, <laughs> and I, I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> You're good, and he slaps you on the back, knocking oh. you to the floor. <laughs> you too, I wheeze as I pull myself back up. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 um, What's happening? Fred, Fred, that's it, Fred. Uh, can I have another cauldron of soup? <laughs> and, oh. and and a barrel, a barrel of ale. And you see the um, one the the fatter of the ones behind the uh, the bar. Mm -hmm. Just uh, crouch down behind it, and you think you might hear him crying. Crying behind the soup or the ale? No, he's crouched down behind the bar. Oh, what? <laughs> well, you just hear this like pathetic, like whimpering. Uh, uh, the 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 thinner one moves off into the kitchen. I look over it. No one go and, and and try and catch his attention if he's looking in my direction. Yeah, well, it probably will be because there's barely anyone here. It's still the middle of the morning in a pub. Yeah, I've just... heard heard this. <laughs> looked looked around to see what this ogre is laughing at, and it's you. Yeah, and and I I, I gesture like with I make eyebrows at you, and I like tilt my head to the bar and like. Do a, do a little like crying mime question, <laughs> like with the hand when you like rotate the fist by your eyes. Oh, I, thank you for explaining. <laughs> I got it. No, no I, I understand what a crying mime is. You <laughs> no. Okay. And I look questioningly again with eyebrows. <laughs> with eyebrows. Well, okay. <laughs> well, are you sure, looking? Man. Sure. Are you? Are you ill? No. And I, I shuffle over closer. I, I mean, it sounds like one of the bartenders is crying. And I, I sort of point. 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 And a creakily peer over the bar. I guess. Creakily. Creakily, yeah. <laughs> like lean on. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's the fatter one. He's got like uh, he's got long ginger hair, uh, bigger sideburns than the other one. Ooh. Ah. And he's just uh, he is like literally crouched down so no one can see him crying behind the bar. 
I mean, I feel like he doesn't like me, but also they like you even less. And also you're not great. Can you both make an <laughs> intuition here? I've got the wrong end of the stick. They're not crying because you're there. No, it's Well, no, he's just crying because he's being eaten out of house and home. I will... Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, no, for the role then. He's yeah. been out, eaten out of house and home by Doug Bog here. Um, now he's got no floating assets at all. And, uh, yeah, you imagine he's probably the landlord. Should we say something? Deep. All I heard was eep. <laughs> I, think, like, I tried turning my expression on, but it's bad. Um, <clears throat> try that again. You're right down there, barkeep. Right. Yeah, I'll be all right. What do you want? Uh, Just checking on you. Didn't sound too good down there. Yeah, well, I'm not too good, so... Tell you what, last stories. Everyone get out. <laughs> it's like 9 uh, a.m. Like, ding, ding, last orders. Don't want nothing to do with anyone in here. Uh, I don't know what you're up to. What do you mean? Right. A whole lot of you. You, him... I, I don't know what he was pretending to be, some sort of like wood elf with like a facial disorder or something. What? last night. Wood elf with her elder. I, d I, I don't know if I can put up with this no more. This constant harassment. It's only been like for three days, but you're just constantly coming in here. There was this little short fat guy that came in the other day. Just sat there, didn't talk to nobody. Everyone tried to talk to him. He just stared at the wall. Uh, I've had enough. All right, get out. We'll uh, the rest of the day. <laughs> okay. Get out. Uh, Take your cider if you want to. Don't make me get Doug Bog. Doug Bog? <laughs> What's happening? All right, boss. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just losing it because he's just mad that people are like sitting in his bar minding <laughs> your own business. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough of people patronizing my establishment. <laughs> no, he's had enough of Doug Bog. He eats just eating the last of his food. He's not now to buy any more, and now he's going to have an ogre on his tail. That's why oh. he's pissed off. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably, probably don't want to get on Doug Bog's bad side. I feel like we've got quite the budding relationship. Yeah, I can finally make a friend. <laughs> finally. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what do you do as you leave this bar? 
I mean, I'm taking the cider. You said I could, so I will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you had a look around, didn't you? Nor, nor any gollo lolly. That so, That's how my name is pronounced. I mean, probably just exiting. No, we already had our eggs. No, ex it ink. Yeah, where, where are you going from, Not from there? Um, oh, it's still uh, early, isn't it? The absolute throes of desperation. <laughs> On my way out, I um, I I I slap uh, Doug Bog on the belly. All <laughs> <laughs> right, Slim. Slim. Yeah. You are you no. talking to me? Yeah, you're slim, aren't you? You're not an ogre. You're slim. Uh, More like short, haha. And I, I put my hand on your head. short as well. <laughs> you're short too, but not short as him. <laughs> but you're more slim than him, so haha, joke's on you. I point, oh. point at Stur. Ha ha ha! The joke is on you, Stor. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, uh, it's like you realise a pair of you are like surrounded by halflings. Yeah. <laughs> who he's not choosing to take the piss out of. <laughs> I don't think that uh, uh, Doug Bog respects me the same way I do him, which is quite sad, really. Um, I mean, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Nothing. He's twice my Gain size and weight. I'm big. He's <laughs> twice your size and like five times your girth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I can do is appease him with fish ends. Like, have fish ends? Not on me, actually. I don't think I have. I can hand him my cider. Stop saying fish ends. Fish ends. Okay. You're gonna hand him your cider, are you? I'm gonna Why? take a sip because I he's a powerful friend to have and also we might be about to fuck up his workplace. So also it's right, terrible. So you hand him the cider, uh, which he like just basically turns the bottle upside down between his uh, his thumb and his two first fingers, necks it back. So Thanks, Slim. You're one of the good ones. Uh, you're welcome, Duck Bog. Wait, he hasn't told me his name. You're welcome, Wide. And I, I pat him on the belly and I uh, make my way to the door, I guess. <laughs> oh, I maybe see you in here again someday. Bring me some of those fish ends you were talking about. <laughs> Anything for you. <laughs> Come on, Nongo. Uh. <laughs> we, have, we have to... Uh, uh, ruin some lives. And Norngol um, looks looks up at Dugbog and loudly says towards Stur, Coming, Slim! Ha ha ha! <laughs> Dugbog doesn't laugh. <laughs> he just looks confused. Nor Norngol looks crestfallen. <laughs> you finally thought you'd mastered humour, and yet... <laughs> ha! Oh. Hmm. Uh, right, and as you close the door behind you, but 
you hear just Bayurislin. <laughs> no golf still doesn't get it. If and anything smaller than he seems to be the rule. No. I no? get it. Norngal doesn't get it. <laughs> okay. Do you, want the, do you want the lore on this? I mean, isn't it just that literally anything other than an ogre? Uh, any, ogre's rank is decided by the size of their gut. <laughs> oh, uh, so he's disrespecting me. <laughs> no. no, slim is a friendly term of address for anyone that's not an ogre, but an extremely insulting one for an ogre. Hmm, okay. Since halflings and ogres are the same... Like the same, like sort of genus, even if they're not the same species. Genus. He's not taking the piss out of them and calling them slim, but also because they can give him loads of food. Yeah. For now. See if I can fish enough fish. Dog bog is ours. Get so yeah, many fish if, in. If, if they run out of food, he might end up having to eat them. Because <laughs> <laughs> ogres are hungry all the time. Big mood. Big yeah. Mood. Um. I too am an ogre. <laughs> so, how long until we can watch people smack each other with swords? Hey, you can probably do that now. Ah, oh, yeah, sick! So. Let's go. Okay, yeah. We, we go over there. Ooh, let's have a look. Uh oh. Unless you attempted on the way. Hmm. Uh. By a tug of war competition sponsored by a local inn that is offering prizes of flagons of wine to the winner. Ooh! Ah, you do love tests of strength. I'm big strongman. And I like alcohol. Yeah! <laughs> Six. Sixteen pint flagon of wine. Sixteen <clears throat> pints of wine? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so uh, how how do we have to pay? Is there an entrance entry fee? Nope. No nice. Fee. Grab uh, rope. You'll, you'll be in teams of five, and it will be a tournament competition. Ooh! Mm. Get my dice. So you'll be here for <laughs> at least an hour. I oh, mean, yeah. nobody else in the party wants to talk to me, so I need to be killing time. Let's be honest. <laughs> and I need to be cheering you up. Mm -hmm. I feel like okay, well, I'm getting we'll there. Leave, leave these two as they pick up the rope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back Ooh. over to Eb Ebenezer and Serafina. Are you still together? I'd imagine so. We're just uh, All right. grabbing. Basically, I think we're grabbing Serafina's basic equipment and yeah, then I heading think, straight to Richter's. I think that was paid for, but in the in the meantime. Yeah. And so we make our way to Judge Richter's place. Outside of uh, Judge Richter's house. Take a take. Knock on the door. Mm -hmm. The uh, the housekeeper Gertie uh, open opens it. Oh, hello again. Um, my hair. Um, is this your? Is, is this your apothecary? Or indeed. This is uh, Serafina Esmeralda Honeycakes, and believe me, she is a very talented alchemist. In fact, she may have an idea as to what is ailing the judge. 
Uh, well, I, I hope so, but I insist upon accompanying her. That is absolutely fine. I mean, we had a halfling housemaid a few years ago, and by the time she'd left, she'd managed to pilfer, I don't know how much it was worth, but several things belonging, belonging to the poor boy. Anyway, um, yes, uh, up we go. And um, mm-hmm. Fra- is it Frau or Fraulein? Hmm. That was a question to you. <laughs> that was addressed to Honeycakes. Yeah. I would prefer Fraulein. Uh, Fraulein Honeycakes, would you please take the lead? Okay. And um, we chop and okay, find. You can you can feel her eyes boring into your back as you walk upstairs. Well, she can bore my back as much as she wants. Okay, um, you walk into Judge Richter's room, and uh, when you see him, he yeah he's got purple brain fever. You need to keep him cool. You need to bleed his face. I explain this to her. Um, well, I, I already had a feeling that this this condition might be purple brain fever, and actually, looking at him right now, I would, you know, 100% think that's what it is. Uh, one thing you have to do is keep him cool at all times. Um, I do need to bleed his face, unfortunately, just because of the swelling. Some of this blood needs to sort of be drained. Normally, we would put incisions on the face, but I think that's too... Well, he's a judge. He's in the public eye all the time. He doesn't want to have horrible scars all over his face forever. So the best thing, I think, in this situation is to use these leeches that I've got. Um, it's less likely to, to hurt him as well. I don't... And um. You also have to be extremely clean around him. So make sure any cuts that you've got that are like bandaged up and you don't cross it, contaminate your blood and his blood together because it is minutely contagious. Um, so that's what I would warn you in advance. Sorry, tell her that. <clears throat> well, Herr Liebring, you've definitely surround yourself with a with a good entourage. That's better than 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 Doctor Hikedorn has ever told me. Yes, there's something concerning about um, Doctor Hikedorn's prognosis. Um, what did he say to you uh, for care of the judge? He said he didn't know what it was. He'd research it and to keep him warm in the meantime. I would posit, from what I've heard from Seraphina here. It is imperative that a patient with this condition be kept cool. He, being warm would accelerate the condition. Yes. So either her height, Dr. Heitdorm is a fool, or he may have been caught deliberately trying to cause harm to the judge. I, I sincerely doubt it, sir. Dr. Heitdorm has been ministering to the judge for over, well, 
I don't know, longer than I've been his his house his housekeeper. Hmm. Still, it is worth investigating. Perhaps uh, I could have a word with the doctor and make a, an assumption, an assessment myself. Yes, you wouldn't happen to know his address for calling? I, I believe. I believe he lives somewhere on the uh, Zweitiger, uh, Ardo. Uh, I, I don't know his exact address. A doctor on uh, in that area shouldn't be too hard to find, I imagine. No, I, I, I would imagine not. That's where lawyers, doctors, people like that live. If you just ask, surely someone will come in. Oh, pray shall you. Shall I send for some leeches immediately? I, I already brought some with me. Yes, I think it best that um, Seraphina commit the first bleeding herself, and then, after showing you how to do it, uh, leave it in your care, Gertie. Okay, Seraphina, make a uh, a heal. Uh, okay. Since you know what disease it is, this is going to be average. Uh, 29, hang on, let me just check. I'm sure that's a pass. Yeah, that's a massive pass, isn't it? Yeah, I think three degrees of success. Okay, so you reduce the swelling on his tongue and on mm -hmm. his eyes so that his eyes are now, like, not bulging out of their sockets and he can, he's got his tongue in his mouth now. Okay. And he still looks delirious. You can tell that he's delirious. There's not much you can do about that, apart from sedate him with either um, moonshine, nightshade, or some similar drug. Maybe the schlaf crap that you've got. Just to keep... Sorry, somewhat some uh, it cut out then. Uh, sorry, it got um, moonshine, uh, nightshade, and the schlaf crap that you've already got to keep him sedated until the delirium wears off. Yeah. Other than but... that, he's more likely to hurt himself than do anything else. So it's probably better to keep him asleep. Okay. Uh, better than anything else. Like, if, if failing anything else, it'd be better to keep him drunk. Okay. Um, well, I'll make up some concoction with the sort of herbs and bits that I've got. Okay, make a trade apothecary. Twenty-four. My trade apothecary is fifty-seven. So yeah, that's good. Seventy. No, my trade apothecary is fifty-seven, right. and I rolled twenty-four. Right. Okay. Yep. So you're that's five degrees of success along with your your talents. So you've got a a sort of concoction to keep him under until the delirium wears off. They're telling him to bleed him regularly in the meantime. And to top him up with some booze. <laughs> and to keep him cool. I'm not saying, like, you should get him drunk. I said, failing anything else, it would be better if he was drunk the entire time. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, so Ebenezer and Serafina have just cured a judge. Nongel and Stir, they should get ejected from the halfling pub. Ow. Tug go war. Tug go war. Tug go war. Tug go war. What? Um, who is arranging this tug of war? Uh, typically, they'll the taverns will appoint someone to go out and arrange it, and the pub themselves will uh, sort of uh, arrange this uh, this prize, which in this case is a sixteen pints of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, we for the winners, oh. and that will get like. Like prices for them, so it would just be someone that works there, just going out and saying, "Tug of War," sponsored by the fucking Tickergriff, <laughs> shining child. Nice. Oh, this one's sponsored by a band, apparently. Um, <clears throat> um, well, I'd like to ask the uh, whoever seems to be in charge of the tug of war. Yeah, no, it'll be like someone about 20 just shouting it out. Tug of War competition! Christ. Um, <clears throat> can anybody enter this competition? <laughs> competition. Competition. Sponsored by the decapitated hippogriff tavern. Any, anybody of any size? Anybody of any size or race can enter this competition, which is sponsored by the Decapitated Hippogriff Tavern. Wait. Stumble. Yes, you go first. <laughs> I... I think we should invite our new friend. Uh, see... I considered that, and then I thought, will there be any wine left? He's very big. And in... Ah. Is it a bit cheap? What? It's free! We no! Because <laughs> if we win, we obviously have to share the prize. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I just think, as as lovely as our new friend is, he is very large. Yes, he'll be very good at tug of war. And 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 very good at drinking lots of wine. Hmm. You see? You see my point now? Mm. Norgel is furrowing his brow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Deep in thought. Mm. The gears are turning. <laughs> Clunk. Um. <clears throat> uh. mm, very well. Um. What about Crusher? <laughs> we can try Crusher. Is he He's... far from here? I can't remember like how big the party no, area is. It's a big area, but yeah. nowhere is far away from any anything else. It's like a small 
village. Yeah. I'm assuming his his trailer hasn't caravan. Moved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> should we just dash over? Yeah, we'll see if we can find him. Yeah, we're playing tug of war with us. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I saw him a couple hours yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, he cut. He comes to the. He comes to the door completely naked. Oh. What? Uh, Krusha, do you want to play tug of war with us? <laughs> and I, I sort of put my it's my a, hand out so I can't see. Serious question. Yeah. No. I oh. want to go to bed. Okay. There's wine. There's a big, big wine prize. Oh, that sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> big wine prize? Wine, you say? <laughs> <laughs> When's this happening? Uh, just sort of now-ish, I, I think. Yes, right now. Let's go. Uh... Uh, right. uh, he pulls on his britches. Okay. Excellent. That's, that's a relief. I, I lower my hands. <laughs> From what? Uh, I'm shielding, like... shielding my eyes from the pee pee. <laughs> the deadly pee pee radiation. I am a sweet child. Uh huh. All right. All right. So, what's this for? Like a bottle or, or what? Is it 17 somethings? Many pints. Many pints. Right. And don't think I've forgotten about you. You, like, you know, the tall, tall, lanky streak of piss. <laughs> uh, you were supposed to get me to talk to. Fucking Marcus at Seven Bells. Over at the Half Measure. Oh, I thought you meant in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I did mean in the evening. Wait, I'm confused. I thought that hadn't <laughs> happened yet. Oh, this is only a few hours ago. Yeah, yes, that's right. right. Okay, this is correct then. Yes. Yeah. Right, so don't let that fall through. Right, otherwise Marcus has lost his chance and I'm fucking myself off the vice brook. I go do the gambling and wrestling down there, all right? Yeah, fine by me. Uh, now, uh, wine time. Wine time. Yeah, well, I don't really like mine. But my new wife does. Hey, congratulations. That was fast. Oh, we met we met before. We, we were right for each other, you know. Yeah, but you said wife. Did you have a ceremony? Nah. Happened tomorrow. Oh, well. That that's really that's really beautiful. And and I I pat him okay, on the arm. Uh, <laughs> Ask him how his poetry's going. <laughs> Ish. Nongal, it gets bored of this conversation <laughs> right. this and is... just stomps away, chanting, 
Tug of war, tug of war. <laughs> Off yeah. into the distance. Yeah, <laughs> tug of war. I, I chase. I chase you, hee hee. I chase you. <laughs> <laughs> tickle, tickle. <laughs> Don't tickle the dwarf. He will punch your jaw. <laughs> yeah. I can take it. You can't reach that high. You're just going to have to fucking right, punch you in the twat. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is dangling there. Not... Yeah. Whatever mysteries are contained. Right, okay. <laughs> ah, my mysteries! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely okay, going to start calling it that. Tug of War comes along, uh, Ebenezer and Serafina, you've just left Judd Richter's house. Okay. Okay. Where go will do. That's the question, isn't it? Nah. Right. So, that's good. You've done one good turn. Potentially got a judge point. When was this meeting of yours? You said seven bells? Uh, nine, nine bells. Nine bells. We should probably get this... Get this half-measure thing done. Yeah. What? I'll get into my slobbing togs. Where's Norgland's store? I don't know. They were still in the bar when I left. They came after you and then I went and did my own stuff, so God knows. No idea. Right. Right. Having said this, what, since you're all right, walking through the Schaffenfest, can everybody make a perception, please? <laughs> Working eyes? Oh boy, here we go. Oh, oh yeah. Get you. <laughs> Seraphina see. sees everything. Yeah. Seraphina sees the true nature of the universe. Uh greed. Um, <laughs> okay. Rolly, rolly. I got My it. god, this is all just tabletop miniatures. I'm not <laughs> I'm too expensive. <laughs> no, I passed just barely. The gods are just playing games with us. <laughs> this has been rebooted into a vastly inferior version with space marines as knights. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, Ebenezer? Uh, not a fucking chance on a fucking 90. All right, Norgol? Um, depends. So I rolled 46. My base is 38. Uh, yeah, this, this will be a challenging because you're now in the middle of the tug of war competition. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Definitely not. Oh, so I probably haven't passed in, in then. the tug of war competition. Please make me a uh, challenging strength, uh, adding any bonuses you might have for things like sturdy or strong back. I got s no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, can I, can I make a case for strong legs? Because if you're pulling, you're not, stuff... there. You're not, you're not in the. Tug I know, of war. but I, I remember the store legs, has strong yeah. legs as well. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't want to leaping. Your, you yeah. don't want to pull your arms or back, but if you want to root yourself, you need strong legs. Yeah, I think strong legs is for yumping, isn't it? Uh, it is. Um, sorry, what were we rolling? Uh, uh, average strength. Average strength. Okay, right. Um, and you said average. that I can take strong oh, back sorry, and sturdy for this one. Challenging strength, sorry. Uh, yeah, and I think each of you have got at least one thing in, in sturdy or strong bag or both. Yeah. So, uh, so I rolled 
Five. You're loud. Good lord. Um, Wait, can I spend a fortune? <laughs> yes, <of course> you <laughs> I'm going to use the other set of dice. <laughs> um, right, so. Oh, much better. 15, which would easily be a pass. I'm looking, for pass. I'm, looking, I'm looking for success levels. Oh, what's um, what's the change for uh, challenging or whatever you said? Sorry, challenging is plus zero. Sure. Oh, okay. Then um, two success levels. If it's tw right. twenty under my skill. Uh, Nongol. Uh, so my skill is forty-four. I right. get plus 10 to strength tests with sturdy. And a plus 10 for a post strength test for having a strong back. Yeah, well, it says plus one success level, so I don't know if that really is any different in terms of the rules. It, it, but it, effect, Effectively, it's the same. Okay. In that case, then, so I rolled 55. So if it's a plus zero, plus 10, plus one 10, one then that's one level. success. Yeah, right. cool, cool, cool. Crusher got zero, zero, two. Bruh. We win. <laughs> the power of matrimony courses through his veins. <laughs> uh, the power of want wanting 16 pints of wine for free courses through his veins. For his wife, yeah. And such a powerful force we all know it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but he's he's at the back as, as the strongest person. Uh, you two are like sort of just, just ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Drag the other team over the line, like really handy style. It's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's actually embarrassing for them. They just walk away. Well, <laughs> they walk away after being thrown across like the field. Yeah, they're dragged across. It's not like they've got sixteen success levels down. They're not hurled <laughs> into their faces. Um, but you are given a sixteen pint hogshead of wine. Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, like business opportunities like that, I'll do it again. <laughs> so, uh, right. how are we going to. I, I pat the, the wine. <laughs> pat the wine. Pat the wine. <laughs> well, I don't know. He produces a wine skin. Like oh, nice. Fill that up and then, like, you can have the rest. Oh, you are generous. This is a good uh, which, day. Which he does, and he wanders away. You've always been a good friend, <laughs> Crusher. While this is going on, Ebenezer and Serafina, you both observe <laughs> the finishing of this. They, they just won a tug of war, and they're chatting away with Crusher, distributing, uh, uh, discussing the distribution of the proceeds. <laughs> I imagine... Seraphina can just feel Ebenezer's icy gaze <laughs> just <Yeah>. looking down. <laughs> well, um, I didn't expect to see that, but um, let's try not to uh, get too uh, pissy here. You got stuff to do. We need to keep cool. Level-headed and all that. Ebenezer says nothing. 
Fair enough. <laughs> don't see what the problem is. <laughs> Probably rubs at his side a little bit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I guess we maybe go and talk to them. I don't know. <laughs> what are we doing here? Are we like meaning to bump into them? You weren't looking for us, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, were we looking for them, George? No, we weren't. No, know. you just found us. I see. Yeah. Yeah, because it. it to be fair, it was looking for them. Yeah. It behooves us to find them so that we can uh, do this plan and maybe get uh, the party wounds spread out some. In terms of wounds, has anyone sustained any? Because those of you that have, that are below um, top. I've got uh, five. Strange enough, I'm on my last two of eleven. <laughs> No, you shouldn't be because uh, because Seraphine healed you up. She healed you six wounds last ah. week. All right, yeah. Oh, I didn't well, save last week. Didn't last, save on my sheet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apart from Ebenezer, has anyone else got any wounds outstanding? Because I once again forgot to do the overnight healing. Uh, yeah, I've got a few from leftover falling off horse and being stabbed. Yep. Um, roll, roll an easy. Sorry, not an easy. A um, what, what's it called? <laughs> average. 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 Yeah. A average endurance. Thank Anyone you. that's got outstanding wounds, average endurance. Okie dokie. Oh. Uh, ha, I rolled well, a. Are you going to get into a fight immediately or anything? Uh, oh, sick. So average is at plus twenty, right? Yes. Oh, very nice. Uh, yeah, five degrees of success. Okay, so you get your toughness bonus plus your number of degrees of success. Toughness bonus. So it'll oh. probably be back to normal. Yeah, near enough. That means I've only got one. Yeah. Um, I, I rolled a one. <laughs> and right. I have uh, 55 endurance. Okay, so toughness bonus plus Five Which I think is more than the amount of wounds I have. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I only had back, five, you're, you're so back to, you're back to full. I'm feeling right. great and I just want tug of war. <laughs> yep. Uh, back to the right. moment. Mm -hmm. I believe there's a bit of an awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, maybe for you guys. Yeah, that's a choice that you've made. Yeah, we're having a great time. <laughs> Should just try being, you know, a bit more fun. Sharing out, sharing out wine. Just be like less of a bad vibe. <laughs> Look, mom and dad have mom and dad have to be serious because you kids fuck everything. <laughs> no, you never give me a serious thing to do. You just go, ah, oh, stupid little swamp child. Never does anything good. <laughs> Go to your life. room. Go I to your room. <laughs> yeah. I'll turn this barge around. Come on. Oh, bang no your heads to together. Do it. My head's harder. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we're not. We're not speaking yeah, in like games. So. <laughs> I have the hardest head. Therefore, I'm on. 
All right, come on then. So yes, lots of um, shouting and cheering and aren't we brilliant? Um, I might try and uh, lift Stuart up. <laughs> Do like, it. By the, by the by the legs just you know oh, like a little like like a whoopee sure, there's, of... there's no need for a role for that because like i will cooperate you can bear each other yeah so, <laughs> yeah like if you're cooperating with it if you lift stir above your head yeah, yeah. i'm doing that <laughs> and i i love chanting, it chanting tug of war tug of war again i, I join in tug of war tug of war tug of war, tug of war. <laughs> Oh, we're having a good day today, or maybe a good uh, morning. Yeah, the, the first bit of the morning was less good, but now we're having a much better morning. Yeah. Right, at, at which point Ebenezer and Serafina turn up. At which point the morning goes bad. <laughs> right, into character, please. Mm -hmm. Tug of war, tug of war, tug of war. <laughs> I think this is Seraphina's job. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't noticed you. Tug of war, tug no, of we're war. We're very busy. Uh, I, I, I pick up the big, the, the wine. Did you say, what was it called? A hogshead? Pick it up. Yeah, wave it around. It's a small, it's yeah, a small it's barrel. barrel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Barrel. <laughs> Just forgot the name of it. I, 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 yeah, I'm holding it above my head. Are you holding it above your head while I'm holding you above my <laughs> head? Oh, wow, that's a sight. <laughs> Excellent. Tug of war. What are you doing? What's going on? We won! Yeah, we're winners! Ooh, want some wine? <laughs> he just won all that wine? No. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, wow! Um, wow! <laughs> Just <a> stunned. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna oh. add our moment. I guess oh. I gently tap at Seraphina's foot with mine. Um, well, actually, it's good that we've um bumped into you. Uh, you both. We kind of wanted to just. Wipe the slate, let's have a chat and um, do some stuff. I don't know how that sound. Stuff, you say? What kind of stuff? Uh, oh, Ebenezer? It says nothing. <laughs> yeah, just glaring. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, we've we've got to go and sort out this this little problem we got at the half measure. So that's on the that's on our radar today, and we got to go and. Uh, oh, we we we've had some problems at the half measure too. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Yeah, I think just Ebenezer begins to growl. <laughs> Terribly rude people. Oh, the, the the big guy is nice, though. He's all right. Big guy? Isn't that right, uh, Slim? And I, I elbow Norngol and I, I laugh. Ha ha! Ha 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 ha! He said Slim. Is he an ogre? Yeah! Ooh. 
Yeah. Fuck, is it Dogbog? I don't know. Who? Maybe. Oh, shit, yeah, I did see Dogbog at the half measure. He was, yes. Very, very large. He was Fuck. about two stores tall. What the yeah. fuck's he doing in Bergen, Arthur? Uh, 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 words. Uh, my doorman. Door ogre. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Some colour for this portrait. Doug Bog works for my boss back in Altdorf. You know, the one who has decided to uh, cut ties and take money from me. No, oh. Doug Bog works at the half measure. He's the door thing. Yeah, they pay him in soup and yes. ale. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same duck bog because I've seen him in my eyes as well. Soup so, and ale and money. What? So we can buy more soup. What in Sigmar's name is he doing here? I told you. Yes, he's the doorman. And he eats lots of soup. Well, yeah. fuck, if he's still on the boss, <laughs> if he's still working for the boss, then we definitely got to get the half measure. So much soup, in fact, that the barman got angry and closed the bar because there was no soup left. Maybe we so. need to just distract him with food so he leaves whilst we do our business. I mean, we could just fucking kill him. No, no. Don't, don't kill him. I mean... Like, it might be useful. I don't know. I mean, you're an, you're an apothecary. Just give him something that makes him not wake up, ever. Oh, he hasn't done anything. I don't he, think it, it would work on him. He's, nah. I have known Dugbog for years. He has done lots. I've seen him eat a child. Oh. It was live. Oh, my. <sighs> oh, dear. Ogres are fucking sinister. There's a reason they're eyed as fucking mercenaries by anyone who wants someone big and mean. And if, a, if an ogre's a working as a criminal, then imagine a mercenary, but he doesn't get to hit as many people, but he can generally be a little bit more sinister. Stur made friends with him. Not me. I didn't. Why are you saying that? Like, it's a bad I, thing. I, I <laughs> didn't think he was very funny at all. <laughs> Excuse me? Hmm? You, that was the most I've heard you laugh ever since I met you. You were having a great time, and you're a liar and a bad one. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh. Any, anyway, we've got work. we got work to do. Hello, my friends. Uh, oh. Do we not have work to do? Ah, perfect. J just the Bretonian we were looking for. Oh. I am always a Bretonian you're looking for. What do you need from me? Well, in any case, you you taught me some of the tricks, right? Like I said, I need to put them into action. They know you, oh, so it's not tricks. Just good techniques. Exactly, my friend. Well, I'm, if you turn up, into this uh, affair, then it's going to look very suspicious. So I need to go in first. You can come in in a little bit. 
No, I know, I, I know that I'm not turning up. I'm going to rent a room opposite on the street and keep cover with my pistol in case shit goes wild. Excellent. Good plan. Uh, if you can, aim for the ogre. I think, think I, I can possibly hurt, hope to hurt an ogre. He's a fucking massive target. You, 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 if you don't hit him, you're certainly hitting the inn. Or you've gone blind. Yes, are we? Okay. Right. And we are doing this in the next couple of hours, or...? No time like the present. Nongo, Serafina? I do love pheasant. Hmm? I will take a position. Right. Anyway, let's get going. Eat. I think Ebenezer strides up to the door of the half measure. Yep. Uh, is it locked? Because you said it no, was sh- you said it was shut earlier. Oh, no, yeah. So, well, yep. there I, are a, a, a large number of halflings in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them are shouting and screaming mm-hmm. about the fact that uh, they were kicked out earlier today. I uh, open the door a little bit and then kick it open loudly. Okay, everyone turns to look. Uh, Dugbog raises a fist. At ease, Dugbog. What's that, Ab? There you are again, mate. It's good to see you again, buddy. How you doing? No, sorry, George. Sorry about that. Was it? Yeah, you're all right, mate. Yeah. You know what? It's been a while, Doug Bob. Tell you what, have you tried any of the food at the Schaffenfest yet? Oh. Um, oh. You know what, Eb? There hmm? was a uh, fucking two and a half ton stallion. It looked bloody delicious. Meaty flanks? Meaty flanks, meaty legs. I mean, like, if it can, if it can run 23 and a half miles an hour, can you imagine, like, how succulent those legs would be? How much were they charging oh, for it? They're not going to sell it. They say it's a racing horse. Oh, if that makes sense. Tell you what, buddy. How about you console yourself with this? Go see what you can buy at the shop and vest. And I put five shillings in his hand. Well, that's not going to get me very far, is it, Slim? I'll give you a five-minute jaunt. We give, we give me a five-minute drink. Tell you what, then. Why don't we make oh. it ten? And I give him another five shillings. If only you'd taken the 15 shillings I tried to give you this morning. Yeah, like I said, I up it to ten total. All right, and he strides towards the bar. I meant try some of the outside food for a little bit, Dugbog. Oh, oh yeah, right, yeah. But they they got halflings here, aren't they? They got the best food. Yeah, but come on, man! I've seen you. I've seen you eat absolute shit and then eat the good stuff to make the good stuff taste better. Go, go get something crap so you can make the good stuff better. Well, you tell. I'll tell you what. 
he looks at all these uh, like tiny pennies in his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he closes his hand on them. Punch you in the shoulder, and that hurts like fuck. Yep. You're a good man, Slim. As are you, Dugbook. Yeah. All right. Go and worship the Great Moor, eh? My hey, man. Sprites off into the uh, into the night. Yep. I turn to probably the bewildered-looking bar. <laughs> Yeah, the, the people behind the bar now look yeah. terrified. Gentlemen, I have a proposition for you. What do you want? Well, I'm aware that um, the people here at the Half Measure are folks of guile, folks of cunning. I cross my fingers. That's not going to impress them very much because halflings aren't religious. That's fine, but it's just getting the point across, mainly. And I've heard that you have been having a little bit of dire straits, and it must be dire if you've got a dug bog. How would you like to make or make your fortune? So what are you suggesting? Why don't we leave it in the hands of Reynold and your most skilled players? Me versus your best players on cards. If you win, well, I've got a bar for you. you are you familiar with uh, Franz and his boys? How would you like to take his bar off him if you win? Run him right out of Bergenhafen and corner this town like you need. We've already got this town cornered, so we don't know what Fuck off, have you? You what? If Franz is running around, getting up to sinister business, how have you got this place cornered? I'm giving you a guaranteed monopoly. M-O-L-O-N-O-P-I. Monopoly. All right, so you learned how to spell in the last couple of weeks, did you? What? You're afraid you're going to lose? Right. Well, I'll tell you what we do, right? We'll go up bar for bar. Sounds fair to me. And you'll be playing against our champion. Go for it. Right. And I want oaths on honour for this. It's going to be oaths and honour. I will swear on the parchment that bears my family tree on both sides. I looked to Seraphina to see if that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. And I swear on Sig. And I swear on the name Libram. Who the fuck is that? I never heard of him. My noble family. 
or you see and do you have patents and ability that you can put up upon that my gesture to seraphina and i produced some paperwork that they can't read so it's a bit pointless really yeah, they, they gaze over it and it looks nice so mm-hmm. right okay so right you against our champion champion gambler bar for bar against franz bowman right against me he hand he holds out his hand with the top two fingers crossed mm-hmm. i give it in reply you take it and shake it yeah of course Right, and in comes our champion gambler as a tall, handsome Bretonian walks from the back room. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Who could possibly have seen this coming? I had a feeling. <laughs> Nongal and Stare, what are you doing in the meantime? Oh, we're just sort of out. Outside. Did we go in? Are we outside? <laughs> Are we by the doors? I, feel, I mean, I guess the they kind of followed, didn't we? You know, we're trundling along. We said we'd help. Yeah, I thought you guys would walk in. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, that's that's my mistake. You're you're hanging around around the door, as uh, as guards tend to do. <laughs> Uh, you didn't see him come in at the moment when he did it's like oh shit I think maybe another way out <laughs> just in case you'd cut out there oh um just like slip back out and then see if there's another exit and maybe wait by that one if there is Well, from the alleyway in the from the back in the alleyway, that's the only other exit really from the floor level, unless you want to jump out the window. Hmm. I mean, he's been known to do that. <laughs> it's not, before. Yeah, it be the first time he's jumped yeah. out the window. Um, <clears throat> so he's probably come in from fucking underground, then, hasn't he? We didn't see where he went after we parted ways, so. He's probably come from fucking underground or just got here before us? Question mark? I mean, he did say he was going to go to the building like on the other side of the road, so he probably just went in there, went out the back and went round. Hmm. Hmm. Waited ear to the door for his his entrance. (laughs) Hmm. Wait for his theme music to start playing. Alpha Romeo. <laughs> and this is who you bring? Alright. This will be fun, won't it? Hmm. Yep, alright. Three hands, best of.
he taught you everything you know. He's probably like, yep. you, you fucked it, haven't we? <laughs> We've just fucked Not it. Not necessarily. <laughs> I think the reason Ebenezer's asking for three is Ebenezer's going to play his best. He's going to see, because basically, if Philippe is going to like betray us or betray them, he's going to need to either lose twice in a row or win twice in a row. Hmm. Right, roll, roll your gamble then. Mm-hmm. For the which round? Or are we doing just have they not agreed the first to first one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just he can't lose a gamble test, even if he wants to. Yeah, you can't willingly like fail first. Yes, you, well gamble you can. But he can't because his gamble is so high. Really? Fuck. Okay. Well, here comes the first one. Well, I'm gonna use so I've got card sharp when playing cards. You can choose to use your rolled or the number. Uh, what's rolled SL again? Success levels. Oh, so, uh, or the number on the on unit the unit die. die. Yeah. All right. The first the first one is sixty three. I'm gonna use three. Three success levels. E- yep. Okay, so you win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what what are you playing for at this moment? Are you playing for like pennies, matchsticks? No, to... I imagine it's just like straight into it. So this was just the first of three decisive rounds. Okay, but it's pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Well, shock and awe. Both of you had like very close hands. What what yeah. are you playing? Five knives. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Ah, we. You have learned to play. What can I say? I'm a quick learner. I remember you being better at the coaching in. But I still won at the coaching in. But let's see. Yeah, but who's who's to say you haven't gotten worse? Whoa! Oh, about my double zero one. All right. So next roll. Uh, twenty-three on a thirty-six. So it's a success, but not high enough to be a double zero one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he <laughs> wins, but not by any ridiculous margin. He still like pretend to be hung over and mm-hmm. off a bar. And you're playing for Franz Baumann. Yep, your half measure versus uh, Franz's stake. He puts his hand across the bar to shake hands on the on the deal. I shake his hand. His his uh, top two fingers are crossed. They should do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My return. Right, what are you doing? All right. Well, this is the important role. <laughs> Let's just give it a go. We'll play to win. I'm going to use a um, a fortune, fortune point. point. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, question. Can you choose to use a fate or a fortune point, or can you use both? No. Uh, fortune points, once they run out, they run out. For- fate points are for surviving. Right, okay. I thought it was just fortune points, fate, like, less serious, uh, but fate point uh, is fate, the, like, you A fate point is a one-up. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, fortune point, here we go. Come on. Oh! 003. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. He puts them down. Two trolls to your hand of cane. You are my... You are my better. You are better than me. <sighs> You're a very good teacher. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be a bit quieter about this. Mm-hmm. You, you have bettered me. Oh, Philippe Descartes, how have I ever managed to be such a bad player? Wink, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Oh. By the lady. I am so ashamed. I might as well just go back to Bretonia right now. Goodbye, uh, my good friend, Ebenezer Liebung. Mm-hmm. You have had nothing to do with my gambling racket. I will see you in a few years, I hope. Very sorry. The, as soon as I opened my mouth to speak, the cat screamed at me. Don't have. Uh, I have no. I have no money now. And uh, as a, as you know, as a gambler, uh, no money means no influence. So goodbye. I will see you all very very soon. Goodbye, worthy opponent. And he he walks out. Mm-hmm. I turn to the um, half and wait for the crossbow bolt. Yeah, they they look disgusted. Uh, most of them are whirling slings around their heads. Okay. Danger, danger time is here now. So, uh, you, I take you took an oath. You lost the wager in a fair competition. No, we didn't take no oath. A human take an oath for us. A champion stands for your honour. He still played for the same wages. You swore on both sides of your family. Is your blood piss? Own up to it. Or do you have no honour at all? I'm going to say, Seraphina, please make a charm at this point, because they will know who you are, and they won't want their family on to be defiled in that way. It's all, all the halflings, their arms just go like limp at their sides. Uh, after this uh, impunity to their family honour. And traits out. 
Gentlemen, you've lost the bar, but feel free to drink from the contents before you leave. As much as you can stomach if you want. Hey, look at you. All right. No one go help me man the bar as I step the step behind it. <laughs> Right, so you work as bartenders for a while. Yep. As well serve the sad halflings. Have you got any idea how to do that? I am. I imagine Ebenezer's spent a lot of time sat sober in them, so he's probably got an idea. How hard can it be? <laughs> you have things to do. Like I said, we only do it for like a little bit. Then we probably have to go. This 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 bar is half the size. This would be convenient for you. Yeah, that's why I asked for Nongle to help me. I'm large. I am a I am a large small person. You are a large dwarf. Yeah, I'm a I'm a thick boy. question. Because Philippe was trying to like swindle us, he doesn't get any cut of this bar. So, who now owns it? Because I even have to discuss that with Franz because he also managed to swindle the half measure because I get himself in as a champion. Yeah, because I know that I had like a twenty percent cut in it with Philippe, but. I guess I'd have to talk to friends. Anyway, yeah, sorry, just thinking. I imagine we serve the halflings for a little bit and then go to see friends. Yeah. All right, you go You go over to uh, what? It's, it's basically across the road. You go over and see friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's drunk out of his mind. Oh, Ebenezer. Franz? You cunning old geezer. You made them all think you were misunderstood. Yeah. And now, you own two bars. And now I own two bars. I love you, mate. You've done. You've done me good friends, and I'll. I always do good back to my friends. Yeah. And how are you gonna do that? How'd you like? Oh, I might be pissed, but I ain't stupid. What do you mean? Cash. What, you pay me? <laughs> yeah, right, alright. <clears throat> I've got no interest in a bar. I just I just need some I just need hard capital at the moment. Yeah, right, okay. And what I do have is Doug Bog. And I know that he considers your fucking tibias as a fucking tasty treat. Is it treachery then? <sighs> nah. Puts up his fingers, there's no, no honour between seeds. No wonder between thieves. 
<clears throat> you know where I'm coming from. I know where you're coming from. Thing is, this buy turned no profit. So I can't really give you a cut. Tell you what, I'll buy you out, yeah? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Five crowns of the half measure in perpetuity, yeah? Five crowns? That, that takes the piss. All right. So How much have you had to drink, France? Something approximating the amount of, I don't know, 18 pence. You've got a bar and all of its profits in perpetuity. I have managed to wangle everything to get it to you, and you insult me with five crowns. Who was the one that did the wangling? A lot of it. Me. Did you gamble them for it? You grab some people? You get Dugbog out of the way? No, I didn't have to, did I? And I'll be praised. Mm. All right. All I'm, ask, tell you what, all I'm asking half is paid. And half, half and half. Right? Actually, not even half and half, right? I'll give you a 50-50 share in my bar. And I'll give you a 60-40 stake in the other bar. Franz, I don't want a stake. I just want a payout. You can keep the bars and every, every single penny of I profit. I don't that fucking you. want them. And why do you ask me to get them for you? Because I didn't want another fucking racket in the town. I thought you would... I thought you knew. Yeah, I thought the you racket... were in on this shit. Yeah, I did. The racket's gone. You now have two things to make you bonus. You've got two things to make you money. Pay what I'm due, and yeah, I'll fuck well, off and leave so you to it. You can be the kingpin of Bergen often. Well, I didn't ask you for any money, did I? So anything that I give you is a gift. I don't know why the fuck, where the fuck you get off negotiating. This town is now my town. Right. And you and I'm not get and no generous reward is to be given by the new kingpin. Nothing for the questing knight who's brought who's brought you uh, a kingdom. What do you think this is? Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and what now? Well, I don't know. Apparently, there was this thing a few years ago where they had these lead figurines. And people used to move them around, you know, in, uh, in Tilia and Albion. I think I know a kid who had a couple of those. He, he sucked on them and then he went, his brain went right. I'm going to yeah. fucking scream. <laughs> uh. so, so tired. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, all right, lad. <clears throat> Look. 
you you did your work. Norn girl. Anything for it? I'm not going to sell. Norn yeah, Norn girl sidles up next to Ebenezer. Um, well, they having a huge argument. We wielding uh, wielding his crowbar as he is wont to do. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Franz, do you mean to tell me we're not getting paid for our work? Well, I, 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 I don't really understand what sort of work you're supposed to be doing here. I've, I've already given, uh, what was it, Fina? I've already given her an investment stake. 20%. I look over at Serafina because I don't think Ebenezer was in the know of this. <laughs> well, that's what the that's what my plan was to get a twenty percent stake. That's what I talked discussed with Philippe, so he's fucked everything up. Do we actually own this bar? Hang on, let me just like get my head round what's going on because he doesn't even want it. Philippe doesn't want it. Franz doesn't want it. He just wants. He just wanted the halfling. Franz wants his his stake in it. Yeah. Well, we never discussed the stake with him, did we? No, no but but Philippe has sold his stake to Franz. Philippe has no money. Philippe has plenty of money. Yeah, Philippe's a lying piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, but he also managed to swindle the other, other side, side out of to give the the bar to you, mm -hmm. and it's now just disappeared. So he's just he's just playing it. Smart man. It's not it's not it's not, not, it's not, not um, France that's doing the playing. It's Philippe. Yeah. Yeah. My brain is dying, guys. What are we going to do with this pub, then? Been, I don't. I can't tell if we've been double or triple or quadruple crossed. Well, okay. the way I look at it, as Franz has gotten us to get rid of the racket, he doesn't care what happens to the bar. We've uh, we've enlisted the aid of Philippe, who is. That who's gotten as much money out of this as possible by training me, uh, offering his services to the halflings at great cost, and then double-crossing them for a large sum from Serafina. After we have, after we conned the halflings and got the bar, even though, they, like, yeah, after we've conned them and gotten the bar, Philippe walked over to Fran and said, "Hello, um, I want to, you know, I'll exchange my fucking cut for the bar in perpetuity for a lump sum." And Franz gone, yeah, sure, that's great. And now I'm trying to do the same, <laughs> and Franz has no money to do it with. Next time we see Philippe, it turns on site. I hope you'll... I think next time we see Philippe... This money to do this. I think next time we see Philippe, I challenge him to a game of cards and then Norman Shaw put a bag over his head and beat him to death. And then we roll yeah. him off the carpet and we throw him off a bridge. Sounds good. 
the Empire. Just leave him in an alley and the rats will get him. Mm. You hate him, don't you? I don't hate what him. What has think, he done to I make us he's, like him? He's a know. shit. I think he's great. The problem he's, is, he's always one step ahead of me, which is a problem because I need to be one step ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he and Ebenezer are fine. But again, it's just that, hmm, who is leading in this tango? Cunt. Stop! <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I like him. Okay, so what, what is the plan from here? Um, well, we have a bar now. We're going to recruit Doug Bog. We're not no. recruiting Doug Bog. <laughs> if we recruit Doug Bog, you get fed to him first. <laughs> mm. Do we have to do it in like order of bite size? <laughs> I oh, live no. the longest. I can give him my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Update your character sheet to say that you're three foot six. I have to drop the strong legs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, they, uh, they look tasty then okay well let's go over like what we know Franz has no money he has two bars Philippe has all the money and he's we, gone Philippe again. is no longer a part of these equations because he is gone until he comes back in yep. three weeks time he's not a part of this mathematics except Franz is no, no not money. right now, but he's he almost definitely going to cause problems. Franz is in, going to be is in charge of most of the rackets in the city now. What do we what do we ask for him to get the most out of it? Ebenezer wanted immediate capital, just because it like we can't fucking just sit in Bergenhafen forever. But that's not an option. I could, mean... could we sell the bar? Well, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking, like, what what else does he have? What assets? Besides just... Franz. We could take his two faceless factotums. We could take his fucking silverware, I don't know. Whose? <laughs> Franz. Oh. Just beat him up. I don't know why I'm suddenly in the mood for violence, but I am. Just push Ebenezer over again. <laughs> I'm in the mood <laughs> of Ireland. He's like a reverse... The rips on his other side. He's like a reverse Weeble. Eventually he will not get up. <laughs> no! He might maybe stitch something up at the Schaffenfest. Win a bar. Win a bar! Only five crowns. And get loads of people to enter it, so we get a shit ton of money. Well, and like and trying we to raffle the half measure off. <laughs> yeah, but then we could make loads of money. We can, we can hold a tug of war. <laughs> yes, but we have to lose it because no, we want the money. We want to keep the money. No, but we want to lose the bar. I mean, how yeah, does the bar so we want to lose it. it. So... I have a question. Mm -hmm. How do property auctions work? Oh, simple. You get a big rope and then you say, five crowns per person. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like property auctions uh, are normally a noble or rich merchant affair. Hmm. If only one of us knew some nobles or rich merchants. Hmm. Don't worry, guys. I'll go buy a big hat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, bigger so one think... than Ebenezer. Yeah, that's my new thing. 
Okay, so I think we're going to have to ask Franz if, like, because he doesn't want the bar. We could just ask him if he's okay with auctioning it off to a noble, like getting it in a different business somehow. Because they don't always take, they don't have to have the fancy shops. They get like uh, cuts from smaller, like less, more shitty shops. I imagine sometimes. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, friends, I have an idea. Yeah, you don't want the bar. Right. We don't want the bar. Right. We want mo we want money out of it. You've got the racket. How about we prop? How about we auction it off? I've got a meeting with either. Well, my entourage has got a meeting with the merchants' council. Maybe we can get rid of it. Split it between us fifty-fifty. And I come. It's a fancy affair with the merchants' council. You got something nice to dress up in? Look at me, Ab. You I think imagine. I don't have anything fancy to dress up in. I thought you might. Excellent. Uh, I'm not against it. Seraphina, it's your horse. Why does he want to come if he doesn't want the bar? Because he wants to make sure he gets a good deal. Yeah, that's fair enough. Makes sense for him punch to come. Him. Punch him dead. Look, Franz is a sneaky, conniving, fucking thug and a half. But so hey. far, he hasn't murdered us or actively maligned us He's too badly. He's threatened to! Yeah, but we threatened threaten violence to Only people all the time. We threaten oh. people all the time. <laughs> He's bad. I want... I've, I've had enough of these horrible men. Hey, you're, you're one of us. Oh, I'm not bad. I'm, I'm a good God-fearing man, he says, raising the crossed fingers. Hmm. See, he's... How could a religious man be bad? Uh... Very fucking religious. Look, I imagine Everyone once we get this, I'm the naive one. Look, I imagine once we get all this sorted, like we probably don't have to do any more business business on this side uh, unless we want to. You can wash your hands of the whole thing, store. Oh, you two are getting on again, are you? Yes, getting on. Ebenezer rubbed oh. his side. <laughs> well, I wish I you would. I blush and turn away. Right, and we're gonna we're gonna sit here all night, are we? And wait until this this fucking mm. merchants council meeting is at uh, what time, Serafina? Nine, nine bells. Serafina was invited along with her business associates to meet Malthusius at nine bells. Mm -hmm. And then there was the one that was at one hour after midnight at my house, yeah. Johannes yeah. Toyden. Yeah, we, we know. Like we, go, we want to go to the nine mm. bells one. Wait, okay. but I need to help crush her at seven bells. Yes, you yeah. do. Well, look, tell you what. Get yourself sober, friends, and put on your nice dogs. We'll all clean up, and we'll go to this meeting at Nine Bells. Uh, downtime is free to do with anyone as so long as you turn up where we need to be by Nine Bells. And also, do that. also though, 
I do have other business to talk about, so it's not just all about this bar. I have apothecary stuff that I need to talk about, so don't fuck it up. That's fine. You, right. work, you open with that, and then we'll pivot it into it later. All right, well, I'll see you in a few hours, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, as Franz goes upstairs and disappears. Hmm. Oh, for the grace of Sigma, that was, that, that was a worry. There still is a worry, though. I don't know. I don't trust him. Well, he hasn't stabbed me yet, so we're doing well. Hmm. Anyway, like I said, uh, these business dealings rely purely on us. He's just going to have to go along. We've got, we've got him railed in for this. Anyway. Sorry. I should probably clean up as well. Serafina, Nongo, and uh, yeah, Ebenezer goes to wash. Yep. Where are you going? Sorry. Just like, just have a bath or something. Got to pay yep. for those. Yep. Yep. Shelling your pop. Yep. Put silver on the bar and uh, yeah. own for one. Was it? Yeah, it was like it was a silver, wasn't it? Yeah. Should yeah, it's a silver, a, sil- a silver, silver shilling for a bath. Yeah, yep. hot bath. Mm-hmm. Stinky. I think Ebenezer's had more baths than most of the party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. I he's probably I... had more baths than the rest of the party put together. Yeah, because he's pretending to be a noble. Oh, so it turns out being clean feels nice. <laughs> Whoa. Mm. Sounds hella sus. <laughs> Alright. Um, the rest of you... Waiting in the evening. That's not as uh, Ebenezer takes his second bath of the day. Yeah. What? Well, um, so, meetings at Nine Bells. We've got, I, I guess we're going to be sorting Crusher out at seven. What yeah. time is it yeah. now? It can be any time that, that you want, really, because this, this has happened at probably oh. two, three o'clock in the afternoon. I was thinking maybe we could, like, uh... End the session before we get to the meeting. Because I have work. Can we? We have work early. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I got work tomorrow as well. It will be quite lengthy, I think. Yeah. I think the the crusher situation. Sure. And then. (laughs) Yeah. Call it it a day. Sounds good to me. Okay, so Norgol and Stir, you uh, rock up at the journey's end. Um, and Marcus is there and Crusher is there as well it's time to uh, they're, stand, they're sitting opposite each other from a table <laughs> with beers in front of them and not talking ah uh, good this looks like a job for someone with high fellowship haha <laughs> Here we I go. Have that. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like sometimes that me and says hold the two of you hostage for social situations. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you will listen to Ebenezer and Seravina on the social issue. <laughs> Norgal just fucking tunes out. But do not leave the ride. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, 
intermittent radio static and occasionally if you tune it just right you might get a whiff of spanish flea running through his brain um spanish flea yeah 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 the song right i thought it's spanish fly oh is it no yeah no no. Spanish Fly. Spanish Flea is a song. Spanish Spanish Fly is a date rape drug. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeesh. Nah, you're right. Yeah, that's not. You don't want to be making that mistake. Mm -hmm. Anyway. It's not what Uh, Norngal thinks about at all. No. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, that one. Great. So we, yeah, let's let's pull up a chair next to these two fucking goofs. Yeah, it's mediation time. Sure is. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello, chap. Like an announcer. <laughs> and what? Big, big smiles. What, what are you gonna say? Uh, I think you. He's got... wrong. I'm right. <laughs> Problem solved. Some things to talk about. No, we ain't. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I see this is going to be a, a difficult evening. Um, oh, we do, Crash, we do. We have lots of things to talk about, like who owns what. Who told me that I could have everything? No, actually, you told that stunty there that I could have everything. Yeah. Right. You did tell me that. Oh, for fuck's sake. Do you expect that to be taken seriously? I was pissed. It was five bells in the morning. What do you want me to say? I've had enough. I've had enough, Crush. Can we just, like, split things 50-50? No. Ah. Surely there's some kind of arrangement maybe not 50 50 but isn't it kind of kind of cold well, there's just... no point having me like work for me anymore i mean i'm the one that brings in all the money am i yeah so what's he gonna do without you poor guy <laughs> he's got nothing well, left. i don't know maybe get a job making shoes or some shit i don't give a fuck so, and Mark is here. Oh, come on, Crash. I'm the one that brings in all the all the custom. You can't be up there like the, Oh, I'm Crusher Browgram. Come and fight me. That's no good. I've got to be up there in... Ah, hello, everybody. Come and fight Crusher. you not as good <laughs> as him. You can, you can tell that, they, that he's drunk as well. Oh, good. They look they look a complete mess, oh. the pair of them. Uh, Crusher looks like a complete mess because he hasn't slept for days because uh, Marcus keeps uh, on, knocking on knocking on his door. <laughs> uh, surely all the all the time you've spent together must count for something. Uh, there is an immediate and uh, mutual no. Oh. Oh no. Fucking hate him. Like knocking on my door all day long. Saying like, 
All right, Crush. Crush, it's time for you to lift up some sandbags. Uh, Marcus, why are you making you any fucking money? Why why aren't you bringing the money in? Okay, but look at it this way. If we can amicably split things now, then Marcus isn't going to need to knock on your door anymore and you can finally get a good night's sleep. Yeah, so what am I supposed to do? Saw the caravan in half? Pay him off? Just so he's got something to live off of while he finds his next thing. Well, I don't have any fucking money. What happened to all of the money? <laughs> I thought there was more than just the caravan. You had a business. Yeah, I did have a business. I got my business. I got my caravan. I got my donkey. I can. I got my ring. I can go around anywhere that I want to. Chris, I don't have no floating capital. What am I supposed to do? I don't have any cash. I can't pay him off. He's got all the. He's got all the money. Marcus, if you have if you have all the money, then what what do you want? <laughs> I want a business. Well, I'm making some more money. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. The the bridge is kind of burnt, Marcus. Like it's in flames before your eyes, Chief. <laughs> it hasn't ended well. I think everyone can see that. What am I supposed to do then? I've been travelling around the fucking Reitland for 40 years. Where, where am I supposed to go and live? Uh, Norngal places a hand on, a firm hand on uh, Marcus's shoulder. Perhaps it's time you settle down, old boy. Yeah, where? How? With what? Uh, why? Why right here? <laughs> well, it looks like I might have to. Oh, oh, opportunities abound, I think. Yeah, all right, fine. I... Thank you for reconciling me to my life as a tramp. I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> They couldn't have picked a, a better time and a place, really. There's loads of people that are coming through with businesses and and things. I Such bet a, a resourceful guy like you could easily find a new business partner. I smile. He doesn't. <laughs> Marcus. Have you ever thought about running what? an inn? <laughs> I thought that, but I didn't think anybody else would like that. Yeah, I, th I, I had a feeling it was coming. I mean, <laughs> Cr Crush has got a barmaid wife. Not really, but, you know, I can bring people in, but that's uh, why. Well, uh, 
we've heard of something coming on the market, have haven't we, Stur? Uh yes. Y- yes. Yes, yes, going on the market very soon. Yes. We've heard. Tonight, perhaps. Yes, I uh I think. What the hell is wrong with you? Are you insane or something? Why are you talking like that? <laughs> okay, he backs away at this point. Such, such a joker. <laughs> He's funny, isn't he, Crusher? <laughs> he looks around. What the hell is wrong with you? Right? What? What? What are you? What are you talking about? Some, some stuff has been going down uh, recently. It's, it's very new, um, but it involves the half measure, and we are informed that it has been in the process of changing hands and uh, may may well be going up for auction very soon, as we say. Right. So I'm going to have to bring up the, the cash to buy an inn that's been put up for auction when Crush has got all the assets of the business. <laughs> I thought you had all the money. Yeah, where is the money gone? What have you... You clearly can't have been very good at running this business if there's no money and all you've got to your name is a bloody donkey and a cart fucking... It's in... It's in... the caravan. The money's in the caravan. I don't know how much money I've got. Oh, God. Sorry, I just threw my dice tray at myself. Well, can we can we can we look at the caravan? Can we look and see if this, well, don't this ask money me because apparently it's not even my fucking property anymore. So do what you want, Crusher. You ask. said that there was no money, and now the money is apparently in the caravan. Not that no money in this caravan. I think we should look in the caravan. I think that will solve all our problems. <laughs> okay. So you go up into the caravan to have a look. Yes. Marcus, where's the money? Dragging these two along. Did you shout, Marcus, where's the money? Yeah. Marcus, where's the money? Interesting shout, but... (laughs) Uh, The the frequency travels uh, down river well. He, he he bends down and opens up the uh, the bottom where the of the uh, of the stone where the coal normally goes in, lifts that out, brings it through, and then just sort of throws the coal the coal uh, trash away, reaches down again, and he brings up a small iron box, clicks it open. Right, happy with that. And there are at least a hundred crowns in there. Oh! <laughs> hey, sheesh. 
Do we even... Claps it shut. This Do is my money. This is my this? money. This belongs to me. You didn't even know that this was here until I said anything, did you? Right? So it's mine. And uh, uh, you, you've, you've still got the, the wife and the donkey and the cart. Now, I give them to crush, right? Well, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Sorry, I forgot what, who uh, was here. not having my fucking wife. Not a chance. But <laughs> right. oh. this is my money, okay? I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll even give him a quarter of it. Just a, a goodwill jester. Mark crushes like there with his hand out. Yeah, all right, that sounds good. Yeah, go on then. One quarter of it. <laughs> Are you just going to allow this to happen? I, I mean... Yeah, and, and, and perhaps we'll... See you at the auction tonight, Marcus. Mm. Yeah, oh, fuck that. Oh. Okay. Uh, All right. We tried. I'm gonna go and get shit faced down at Halfling Bar. <laughs> well, you're gonna have a bit of trouble because nobody's fucking running it. <laughs> oh, what's that? There's nobody what there. That? What's, That's what what's we just told you. What's going on? What? What? Why is it? Why is no one running the halfling bar? I love halfling bars. That's the bar how, that's going up for auction. How would you like to own a halfling bar? <laughs> well, it'd be quite nice, but I can't fucking afford it, can I? Well, you never know. No, I do know. I can't. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, we can have a chat about it at the very least. What? <laughs> All right, this has uh, become utterly demented. <laughs> but it's fine. Everyone's happy now. We fixed it. We win. We go team. This is the end of the campaign. Uh, realise. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the end of it, but... <laughs> You realise all these, uh, like, tying-ups has just caused more web. No. Yeah. What? Fine. It's, hey. a pre it's a pre-written module. It's not made to have happiness. <laughs> no, it's fine. It. Yeah, we fixed it. It's no, fine. It's, Everything's uh, fine. I, I, <clears throat> I did not consult the module apart from to look at what Judge Richter's house looked like. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it, you brought this on yourselves. What have we done? Uh, I'm pretty. Well, I think at the moment, you know, when a train usually jumps off the rails at Drive Plaza or Field. How yeah, I think this? I think we're like four hundred. Yeah, do that if someone's lying on the rails. Yeah, we're like four hundred acres deep into this into these uh, fields now. The train is now essentially a landed farmer. But how is making nice between two fatheads made <laughs> things bad for us? No, it's not made it bad. We're not saying it's made it bad. It's just so far off of like the paper of like how the game's supposed to go. <laughs> this whole thing is pre-written. We have ways to get to them, but we have to get to the points. Unfortunately, us finding random things and tying them together has essentially made an, a BDSM net for us to stay in. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's done now, and we can go and find the vampires. <laughs> find the vampires. Figure out what all the chaos stuff is. You know, just just things. But first, we need to make sure Ka- Crusher has paid his severance. They were fighting, and they would I felt bad for him. Um, it's called world building. <laughs> What's and, the tax policy? What's character the development. Just, like, fucking mug him. No, Tish, storytelling. Tish, I'm not having a go. No, I know he's not. Bringing an end to the ninth episode of Doomsayers, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th edition playthrough of the Enemy Within campaign. This is taken from episode 1, Enemy in Shadows, which was written by Graham Davis and several other people who will be credited in the description. The intro music was War and Peace by freestockmusic.com, and full credit for that will also be in the description below. Thank you once again for listening, and fear not the Doomsayers. Thank you.